the price of avocados keeps going up. So why don't you just go ahead and give us your guacamole? Head on over to patreon.com slash bmfcast to help support the show. Thanks. This week on the BAMCast. What's the matter, BAMCast? Afraid your podcast might get beat by a dog? One star? Woof. Alright, welcome to the BAMCast. Hey! Hey! BAMCast! Hey. BAMCast! Episode 477. Nice. Yeah! Blazing. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of this year, Pamphcast, is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half, and then we give them ratings. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks and robot jocks. Robot jocks. jocks. Very similar to this movie. Very similar. <laughs> yes. No. Uh, however, there are bad bad movies. It's a stay away. They're getting negative sliding scale. One to five bags and giant bags of trash. Oh, no. Boo. Those are bad. Chuck they them are. in the bin. We don't like those. Get in the sea. So, uh, this week, we, uh, we decided we needed to uh, really understand the, the genesis of, of the entire Buddies cinematic universe, of which we've, some of us have watched all of. We've done it wrong, uh-huh. really. Yeah. Like, we, we just started we? weird, and, and we just, like, Have we? Yeah. We've, we've watched them all out of order. Yeah. But we decided it was time to go back to the original 1997's Airbud. Airbud. Yeah. Doggist. There's, there's no talking, yeah, hashtag doggist. Uh, there's no talking dog. <laughs> There's just a basketball playing dog. There's a boy and his dog. Yeah. And yeah. then he eats him at the and end. And a clown. And a clown. <laughs> yeah. Who's an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's and a true. terrible mother. She's eh, all right. She's, eh, she's pretty bad. She's doing the best she can. Listen, Not really. Yeah. She's working hard in the napkin mines. I was going to say, let's <laughs> get into night. it because like, yeah. there's nothing to talk about behind the scenes like we normally do because this this doesn't have any Bamfcast alums. No. Robert Vince is a producer on it, but he didn't direct it. Um, so, yeah. It's got about the only person you're really going to recognize is Michael Jeter. I mean, there's a couple other like, hey, that guy. Is Michael Jeter the clown? Yeah. Yep. Yes. yes. Yeah. But yeah, I mean. You like, recognize the coach as well, because yeah. if you've seen HUD Sucker Proxies many times as I have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I yeah, I thought you meant the first asshole coach. Cause I oh, no, fuck that guy. No, no. Bill, Bill Cobb is also yeah. one of those. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, but Moses, no, the, the, the first coach. Yes. The first coach, I recognize him from something. Yeah, I've seen him around. I just don't know what, what it was. Yeah. But hey, read that plot summary. Okay, yeah, that's right. We usually do that. that was almost, it's a good one. So almost, you almost got out of, almost got out of it. <laughs> a boy and his dog with an amazing basketball playing ability are friends. That's it? That's your, it. Your cadence <laughs> on that. Would you like me to do it again? A boy and his dog with an amazing and amazing basketball playing ability are friends. <laughs> Better? There's no commas. There's I don't know yes. why you're pausing. I mean, it's all just one sentence. They're friends. I just wanted to have the emphasis on the last syllables. Okay. Yeah. Our friends. Our friends. <laughs> our friends. We're friends. friends here. <laughs> Bad movie friends. Yeah. We are. Best um, movie friends. Mm. Yeah. So this movie starts. Mm-hmm. It starts with the clown. With a birthday party. Yeah. Michael Jeter is this asshole clown who doesn't want to be an asshole. Or, I mean, he doesn't want to, no, you, I think he wants to be an asshole. He doesn't want to oh, be yeah, a clown. Oh, yeah. He enjoys being an yeah. asshole. Yeah. He's... Um, but yeah, he's just, he's got a shitbox truck with like a bobblehead clown on top. Mm-hmm. And, it's a big, gross paper mache clown. Yeah. And he's just going to some birthday party with his shitty clown makeup. And he's got his dog, 
Buddy. Buddy. Um, who's in a clown outfit as well. Yeah, yes. and he's just I like, don't think he'd named the dog at this point. No, no he I think not, he just calls him dog. Yeah. But oh, yeah. he did put an outfit on the dog. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, it's, uh, what is it? It's like Bozo and his hound or something. What's his fucking clown and Clown, clown and hound. hound. Clown and hound. Yeah. There you go. Okay. He's happy slappy or... Yeah. I think that's his name. Slappy happy. Slappy happy. Yeah. Slappy happy. The happy slappy clown. Crappy slappy. Yeah. yeah. And happy, he goes happy, to this kid's slappy hero pup. Yeah. And he goes to this kid's birthday party to perform and sucks at it. Yep. He's real bad. <laughs> it seems like I mean there's no such thing as a good clown, but he's an especially bad clown. Yeah. He does the kind of clowning it seems like he's doing it. You would assume that he's doing it on purpose, but no, he's just actually really shitty at his job. Like it, it's like he knows all the clown things to do. He's just bad at every single one of them. Right. It's like, How I'm going to spin this plate. No, I can't do that. I'm going to... He drops everything. He tries to juggle, but he Yeah, he's can't. Trying, to drawing, trying to juggle the like pens or whatever. Clubs, yeah. yeah, clubs. And, and then like... Balloon animals. And he pops the balloons. It's like, hey, kids, what's this? Plap, you know. <laughs> and then he's he calls trying out the to dog. dance yeah. for a little bit. Yep. Then he calls out the dog. He's like, hey, dog, catch this. Yep. And he throws a bunch... It looks like he throws a bunch of wooden balls at the dog. Yeah. And, uh, but he's got it set up like one of the kids is like he's taking batting practice and the dog's the catcher. Mm-hmm. So he's just basically like throwing him back at the dog and yeah. foreshadowing mm-hmm. for one of the next installments of Airbus. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> totally what it is. Um, but yeah. Then the kids are like, yay, dog. And then he's like, oh, yeah, dog's awesome. Right. Then let's do something else. Or... The final trick is like the, the grand finale mm-hmm. is he, he pulls out a larger ball, throws it at Bud, Air Bud. Um, and then makes a oh. makes a ring with his arms, yeah. and the dog is supposed to bounce it back into uh, the ring, but he misses. Well, Bud misses, and the ball bounces off the face of Happy Slappy, Slappy Happy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that who, sends he him sends yeah sends him tumbling through everything, everything, and then there's a chase. He chases Bud. Yeah, he, around, he basically just wrecks the entire party. Yeah, yeah like wreck the party. He falls first. He falls like over the, like the the their kitchen or their living room furniture into like a lamp, and then mom's like, "Oh no!" And then he's like, "The dog's like, oh no, things are breaking." And you know, because we 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 basically learn we learn later. It should be pointed out now. He's been abusing this dog, Pretty and much, so yeah. like the dog's kind of got some PTSD a little bit. You know? And so like when the lamp crashes, he's like, "Oh fuck, I'm out of here." And um. Yeah, and he chases it, the dog around and is just violently throwing himself into furniture. Mm-hmm. Like, there are two or three instances where you're like, why did you do that? Yeah, but he basically launches himself <laughs> into the birthday cake and yeah. then into, like, all the presents, too. Mm-hmm. And then our next like, shot... Yeah, he, yeah. Our next shot is, like, the uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff getting thrown out the front door shot because he's just... He's literally hucked right out the front door. <laughs> By the mom. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. like, and stay out. And he's like, can I get some references? And slams Slam. the door. Yeah. And so he's chastising Bud on the way back to the truck, puts Bud in his crate, and then goes to wash himself in the fountain of this abnormally large house. Why did they hire this the world's shittiest clown <laughs> for this rich kid's birthday party? Um, but yeah, they have a fountain, and he washes himself in the fountain, gets back in the truck, and starts driving away, pulls out his car phone, mm-hmm. this schlubby clown in like a... 1970 something shitbox truck, rusty ass, gross shitbox truck, yep. pulls out his car phone and immediately calls the pound and says, Hello, the pound. <laughs> this is nearly literally. Hello, the pound. I have a terrible, nasty, mean dog. I have to get rid of him. I'm coming by with my terrible, nasty, mean dog. Mm-hmm. 
Now, uh, Happy Slappy, the world's shittiest clown, has not put the tailgate up on his truck. No. Nope. And he's driving recklessly, so poor Bud in the crate in the back of the truck, sliding to and fro as they drive down the road. And they start to drive up an incline, up mm -hmm. a little hill, mm -hmm. and Bud's crate gets closer and closer to the back of the truck, and eventually half of it goes over the tailgate, and Bud is teetering and teetering, and then... Finally falls out. In the... <laughs> Probably the greatest on-screen dog abuse in this movie. His crate falls out of the uh, falls out of the truck into the middle of the road, mm -hmm. and then we hear mur, mur. <laughs> and expecting us uh, expecting the movie to end early. Um, well, yeah, gonna, I thought we were, that was going to be like an Action USA thing where they just like <laughs> plowed through that dog crate and then it exploded. Yeah, yeah, and then somebody's like, "Sorry about your dog." Yeah, it was actually a spinoff of like Angels in the Outfield. Credits. It was an angel dog playing well, basketball. Was it cop dog that killed the dog like in the first 20 minutes? Oh, yeah. Like, what the yeah. shit? <laughs> yep. So I thought it, the Airbud was going to come back and solve his own murder or something. Right. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no. But no, this giant moving truck swerves out of the way and drives by. Just and keeps then, driving. Yeah, just. <laughs> and then a minivan slams on its brakes. Uh, yeah. Some yeah. Kind of, some the kind mom of hits. Yeah. Hits oh, the yeah. Crate. She <laughs> gently nudges the crate. Yeah, which um, opens the crate. Which mm -hmm. opens the crate. Bud walks out of the crate. Mm-hmm. Um, mom is saying hey. I'm sorry to the child and Bud is like huh okay I guess I'm free walks yeah. over to the side of the road and the kid the locks kid eyes sees. with him is like oh yeah. a cool dog yeah it's a clown dog yeah cool clown dog and mom just drives the fuck off <laughs> this is the first but not the last time <laughs> that a member of this family will abandon Air Bud somewhere yeah mm -hmm. poor sweet innocent Air Bud it's a theme so Airbud starts walking the earth. Yeah, well, we, well, yeah. <laughs> right. Air, Airbud is like now lives on you know walking the earth, and we we follow this family home. They're moving to this town, this shitty town where no one stops for dogs on the side of the road. Um, but everything else is possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like their town slogan or whatever. And she's basically monologuing that she's gotten a job at the second at America's second largest nap napkin manufacturer, third yep. largest, third largest. Yeah. Oh, they've, they've got a contract with Venezuela. Yeah. So. So yeah, she's working for a napkin company, and they have this really large, nice house that they are moving into. So that's that's where this it was them driving to the town for the first time, mm -hmm. and it's just a lot of like, it's your all your standard like family movie cliches. Like they're moving to a new place. Dad's dead. He was a test pilot, and he's dead. He's been dead for about a year, and you know, kids sad because dead dad and all and he's just not really talking or anything and yeah she's she's having a meeting with like the his soon-to-be future principal and it's basically saying like i mean it's we're seeing it like from the perspective of the kid which is like he can hear literally everything mm -hmm. and she's just like yeah ever since his dad died like you know he's just not talking very much so he's gonna have a hard time making friends not because he's not friendly it's just you know dead dad and all and um yeah and then it's like okay well you know what about an instrument maybe you should you know we have a pretty good band and yeah, he's she's like, oh yeah, I played flute when I was in whatever band camp or whatever. And uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and this just cuts to him in band with a trombone, yeah, trying, sucking, mm -hmm. and he's blowing. Yeah, <laughs> and the band leader's just like, no, yeah, he's like, blow harder. Yeah, yeah, no, not that hard. Blow, blow slower. Well, he eventually like blows the slide yeah, off the yeah. trombone. What yeah. a tromboner! And everyone laughs at him. Haha, mm -hmm. -ha, you suck at band on your first day, new kid. Haha, <laughs> yeah. fuck you. They also like have him. 
sitting in the middle oh, of yeah. the class, like right up front, and it's just like everybody focused on him learning trombone for the very first time. For the first time ever. I think That's we, a great way to encourage success in children. Only because we've just recently seen it. You know, there are much worse scenarios of new kid at school mm-hmm. as far as things going horribly wrong. We've mm-hmm. just we just watched that last week. Oh yeah. Um, but like. They're they're being assholes, but not like as bad as they could be. They're just all like new kid. Yeah. Uh, I, yes, they're they're. But they're I think not I, I think it's his first day. Like he hasn't even like gone home yet. It's also like he's trying out for band, and they're like you suck. And then like there's also like basketball tryouts that afternoon, and we've yeah. seen his room is full of basketball paraphernalia. And he likes basketball. and he, he likes used to play basketball with his dad sure. before his dad well, unceremoniously crashed his test plane into the ground. Look, we've seen a photo. Of the kid on dad's shoulders dunking the ball. That doesn't mean he plays basketball. And as we come to well, find out. No, she out, said in the meeting with the principal, he used to play basketball with his daddy. Well, d- mom didn't know what the fuck because mm-hmm. dad was just like, mom's okay, kind Billy. Of a, mom's <laughs> kind of oblivious. She almost murdered a dog in a crate, a yeah. large crate mm-hmm. on the middle of the road. Yeah. But yeah. It's good that yeah, he's so, driving around two children. But he sees. Yeah, the, he's got a younger sister who's like. In that, a car seat, but like can kind of sort of talk. That kid has no 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 bearing to this movie. Just no weight in this movie at all. That kid means nothing. No. Nope. Um. But yeah, yeah so yeah. he sees the basketball tryouts and is like, "Cool, I want to do that." And he just sits on the bench. Like all these kids are like, "Oh yeah, we had an almost championship team last year. Five of our starters are returning. We just need to fill out the rest of the team." The coach basically comes in and says, "Look, all all our good players are back. We've got like a slot. All you scrubs are going to try out for it." And he just doesn't. He doesn't, even, he doesn't even try. He just sits there. Yeah. And then the coach is like, hey, you want to be like team manager, water boy guy? And he's like, yeah, but... And then he's like, good, you're He doesn't hired. even let him answer. Yeah. yeah. He's just like, be here 10 hours early and you just leave 10 hours late. just him to yeah. start doing well, this. He says your start time is like Thursday afternoon. It's like, when? Mm, like, you're yeah. supposed to be here before the team? This, honestly, I think is a good move by the coach. It's like, oh, here's the new kid. He obviously wants to be involved with basketball. No, let- this, this, ki- this coach was just using that child. Well... <laughs> Mm-hmm. This was maybe an unintended good move by a coach, yeah. by the coach, because like coach yeah. is a piece of shit. <laughs> the, yes, because the kid obviously wants to be involved with basketball, mm-hmm. but he's shy. Let's get him involved with something. Maybe he doesn't have to be on the court. Yeah, basketball, basketball adjacent. Yeah. But, yeah. but from a shitty coach perspective, what he was probably trying, trying to do is like, this is the kid that's going to get picked on anyway. So it will build team morale if we all pick on the water boy. Yeah, and it's this this shithead kid who doesn't say anything or even bother trying out. Yeah, I'm saying from a shitty coach perspective, yes, that's probably absolutely. what he was thinking. Yeah. Anyway, so like he doesn't even try out, and I guess he's team manager now with, with no tryout because no one wants to do that job. Yeah. He's just walking home and walks by an abandoned church. Mm-hmm. And is like, this looks like an interesting place to look. And he just starts poking around and basically finds that there's an old abandoned basketball court out behind this church. Yep. And just kind of. They paved over the graves. Opens up his backpack. And the only thing in it is his basketball. Mm -hmm. His big Harlem Globetrotters basketball. Yep. And he takes a shot. And this is the first reveal that, oh, he fucking (laughs) sucks at basketball. Well, (laughs) he doesn't just kind of miss. He just like wails it against the backboard. Oh, he's fucking terrible. (laughs) It's a he's offensively bad at basketball. I think let me posit that his crushing sadness and depression from losing his father to a tragic test pilot accident and then having to move to Ferndale with his napkin mom mm-hmm. um, and his mom almost murdering a dog that may have an impact on his performance because when he becomes happy again, he can. He yeah. apparently can play some. Well, yeah, because he bounces the ball into the wood, into the shrubbery. That's this place all like grown up. Yeah. He bricks the fuck out yeah, of those. He, he does like those first 
five shots he takes are just fucking oh, bricks. The, shr- the shrubbery rustles, and then he's like, "Russell Madness." Then he's like, "What is this?" And he kind of retrieves like a, a bit of the clown costume, and yeah. the the ball comes rolling back. We don't, but we don't. It's Buddy, obviously, but we don't see him this first time. Yeah, we don't know that yet. Yeah, we don't know that. <laughs> it yes. could be anything. What it, could it be? It could be. But he takes this like scrap of the clothing home that he finds in the twigs, and then puts it his, under his pillow. Yeah, like what are you doing, kid? It is weird. It's, it's a little weird. But yeah, so like he's just like, well, that's weird. And it goes back, you know, the next day. Mm-hmm. And now his plan is he's, he's come armed with uh, snack packs. Yeah. He's, he's going to lure whatever's in there with and, and with snack packs out. So he just sets he's up. Seen e. he, set, he sets out a snack pack and or it's just one. Or? It's just one to yeah, start. Yeah. Just one to start. But yeah, he just he's he leaves, leaves one snack pack out there and just kind of waits. And then dirty ass air bud. <laughs> Like I'm just saying, he, this dog is fucking filthy at this point. Yeah, he comes out and this is like Whoosh. that dog's been living on the street yeah. in a fucking clown costume. Yeah, that dog's seen shit. Given, that dog's done. Giving hand jobs for snack bags. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that dog is really. That dog's been through a lot since. I guess it'd be. I guess it'd be paw jobs. Yeah, since, really. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. not. Yeah, they don't have hands. But yeah, since the mom unceremoniously <laughs> shattered his crate and set him free into the world. Yeah. A world yeah. of sin and darkness. Right. Mm-hmm. But here he emerges onto yeah. a basketball court <laughs> he does. to eat a snack pack. He mm-hmm. does, yeah. Then he enjoys the snack pack. He does. Um, he enjoys the shit out of that snack and, pack. And the, and the kid's just like goes to try to pet him. He's just like, mm, nah. Yeah. Because this kid obviously has never had a dog. Nope. Um, doesn't know how to deal with him because he's like he's coming at him from over top, which is like a dominance thing. You shouldn't over do. the top. Yeah. I'm saying like you got to hold your hand, get, let him sift the back of your hand. You know, it's the most docile yeah. way you can do it. And Buddy's like, nope, nope. Back I've to seen the some shit. Yeah. <laughs> if you ain't got no more snack packs, I'm yeah. out. So cut to next day. Mm-hmm. Now he has a, a, a plethora of snack packs and leaves them out in like a trail. Yes. And basically, he's like, oh, fuck yeah, snack pack. Do you know <laughs> what they plethora is? Uh, yeah, it's like more than a little. Yeah. It's almost too much, actually. Mm. Um, but he eats all the snacks. Yeah, he packs. does, and eventually comes all the way out, and is like, oh, he's like trying to, he's trying to pet him again, and he's just like, he notices that he he looks at the ball. He's also he's also like knocked down one section of the fence. In yeah, the back this, of this little shithead kid knocked the fence down, yeah. which is just like right on this nice, beautiful, picturesque. Well, lake. because so he raked like all the shit off the court, and well, he's gonna paint it later. But yeah, he knocks down the fence, and is just like, oh, look, nature. Mm-hmm. And which this is, has no bearing on anything. No. It's just. It's a bad idea considering how much he misses. Like yeah. you probably need no, that. No, it's fence. foreshadowing for where he's going to leave Airbud later. Oh, he oh, saw okay. the island from oh, there. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. But yeah, he knocks on this fence and then like he notices that he's still trying to get to Buddy, but he won't really like respond. So, he, but he notices he's like got his eyes kind of locked on the ball. He's like, "What? You like this?" And he starts like, "Yeah." You know. Well, just... he pulls like the deteriorated clown costume off of Buddy, mm-hmm. and then he's like moving the ball back and forth, and he's like, "Oh, the dog likes this ball," and mm-hmm just kind of like bounces it and mm-hmm. the dog pops it with his nose and he's just like oh my god you're the greatest yay and then they just run up and down the court doing yeah, that and then they become friends yeah and he's just like then he sneaks the dog home takes the dog home and it's a comical let's clean this dog montage mm-hmm. uh they have like 47 different things of shampoo in this bathtub for some reason yeah. children are stupid <laughs> Well, I just mean, like, why do they have that much shampoo in their house? And it's all different kinds. It's like, a lot of shampoo. It was like, you know, she just like... They stopped at a lot of hotels on the way out yeah. to Spokane. These are full-size bottles, though. I mean... Nice hotels. Oh. Hey. <laughs> oh, right. I forgot about all that fat napkin money. Yeah. They, yeah. She was working for the number three yeah. napkin factory yeah, in the United States. Yeah, she was sitting yeah. in the Napa of luxury. Yeah. They were selling to Venezuela. <laughs> oh, they went to Napa Valley? <laughs> Back when Venezuela would buy napkins. Yeah. Right, right. 
But now, you now know, Venezuela's now, not allowed you know, to buy communism. Yeah. It's not going to happen there anymore. No. I've heard it's the worst place on earth. Not the no napkins. napkins. <laughs> so anyway, right? Did uh, they have Nazi- I thought they were Nazis in Argentina, not, not communists. Argentina, not Venezuela. Yeah. Oh, Venezuela. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Different. Right. Totally different place. Different Sorry, place. I, I'm American. We don't know our geography. Yeah. But he washes buddy. He does. Buddy's clean, and he's trying to like keep him upstairs while you know he's trying to get him clean before mom comes home at five o'clock. Which, what the fuck kind of weird shift are you working in the napkin factory? About? I know. Napkins start early, man. I guess yeah. so. Yeah, but the early also... bird gets the gets the napkin. Napkin. Yeah, <laughs> gets the fat napkin money. Yeah, mm-hmm. but this also continues the trend of humans like lose their equilibrium around Air Bud when he gets excited. Yes, because like the the clown, you know, in the opening scene, just destroys a house. For no reason. Yeah, for no reason. And and Josh, like, as soon as he gets Air Bud into the tub, he's like, oh, falling in the tub and then just splashing around and just thrashing. And it's like, I think he was splishing and splashing because mm-hmm. that's the. Oh, yes. The, they were the, playing. Yeah, yeah. On the nose, the needle drop that they had. Boy, is it. <laughs> and I don't even think it's the original one. Either. Oh, it's it was. No, no, totally no, 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 no. not. No. no. It's one of those shitty cover ones yeah, that, that you hear was, on like that, that a Cialis commercial or something. I think that was something. Bobby McDerrin is who played that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Buddy's clean. Mm-hmm. Um, he, so he tells he tells Buddy to stay where he is. Yeah. And mom comes home. Mom's home. He, he did lure him into the tub with like six cans of SpaghettiOs. He lured him to the bathroom yeah, mm-hmm. and then lured him into the tub with the basketball. Right. So gets him clean, uh, like dries, his, dries him off with an air, with a hair dryer, First with a and hair then dryer. dries him off with a um, leaf gas-powered leaf blower, yeah. uh, which is ends up hilarious because it gets the, you know, the dog lips <laughs> flapping and he looks silly. Um, Poor then buddy. he's like, okay, stay here. Mom's home. And does he set the basketball down? Something happens in the basketball. The, the basketball like, is like on the bed and he knocks it over and is pushing it down the hallway. Right. And it rolls to the edge of the stairs. Meanwhile, <laughs> is his name actually Billy? I forgot. No, no it's Josh. 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 Okay. Josh. Billy is just Josh. easier to say. Meanwhile, Billy is <laughs> downstairs trying to convince his mom. Every child in every movie that we watch right. is named Billy. 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 <laughs> Even that so little like, girl. Billy. Billy. Yeah. So he's like, hey, mom, you remember when I had that hamster and she's like do you want another hamster billy i'll get you another hamster it's like no, no. i was thinking something bigger or something yeah. and he's just being a kiss ass too he's being a little yeah do you want to help like, with, want help with groceries blah blah blah, blah. And, and even the mom like the mom and the and the little girl like the little girl doesn't ever say anything in this except like he walks away for a moment and then she's like what's up with him or yeah. something like says something like what's that. up like, with billy yeah. <laughs> um but like yeah he's just trying to butter her up and then yeah. like yeah then, and then Airbuds at the top of the stairs looking at that ball like i'm gonna fuck that ball up <laughs> ball is life yo and i guess he he runs up and well the ball is like teetering on the edge of the top right. of the step and it goes over and then starts bouncing down the yeah. stairs and he's like oh fuck that ball. <laughs> it's on <laughs> and uh so of course mom has been like painting but of course, has just left open paint cans everywhere, right? And a giant which tub means you of have dried out paint right. immediately, yeah. And a giant tub of wallpaper paste that yeah. is precariously balanced on a board on two ladders. So oh, yeah. you see that, you know, it's going all over everywhere. Yeah, um, but it's just ball bouncing yeah, shenanigans. But that, and... that paint would have been dried out. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. No, lids. the paste as well. But yeah. yes, 
But yeah, the, the yeah. ball's bouncing everywhere. The dog's trying to get it, knocking it, over paint and it, ladders. It just and, becomes your standard like Rube Goldberg dog, yeah. you know, just hijinks in a kid's movie. And everyone's just like, what's happening? Why is the thing? And, then, and at the very end, he knocks the ladders with the wallpaper paste a certain way. Uh-huh. And the wallpaper paste slides down the board and then dumps over onto Buddy. And mm-hmm. Buddy's like, did I do that? Yeah. They, they um, douse this dog with glue, <laughs> yeah, and then dog. the dog is just like, oh, hell no, and shakes it off, and then there's just glue just flying. Just the entire room. Yeah. Yep. I, th- I think it's a glue cocky. Glue cocky's <laughs> the entire There you go. Thank you very much. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. So that mother and her son get coded. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Just, just all over the face. Slap a label on the bottom just right-hand corner. In and their hair. It's... Yeah. It's... Yep. And she like it's takes really, her it's... finger and like rubs it <laughs> yeah. a little bit and looks at it. Yeah, she's it's... like, "Man, I hadn't thought of your dad in a long time." <laughs> <laughs> oh, this uh, is why we're this is a rated. children's movie. <laughs> yeah, but this is an adult's podcast. Yeah, exactly. We 100%. put labels all over this. Like, you think some kids is like oh. we're we're explicit on iTunes, <laughs> so so that we can say fuck and talk about glukaki. <laughs> Those are the main reasons. Fair enough, you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll allow it. Yeah. So, yeah, that just becomes like a, okay, come on, mom, let me just keep him for a week. And she's like, no, that dog belongs to somebody. And he's like, two weeks then. And she's like, no. And well, she goes, he goes three, she says two. And he's like, how about until Christmas? That's like two weeks and a couple days. There has been zero indication that Christmas is about to arrive. And Christmas comes and goes in this movie so fast. It's like. And aren't they in the Pacific Northwest? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it snow there? It's always 45 degrees. Is that why he's always wearing forty-five jackets? Yes. <laughs> Those are the only indications that it's that it's any time of year. Jackets, and there's a couple points where you can see people's breath. Yeah, yeah. And then the Christmas scene. Strangely, yeah. there there is that certain um, latitude. Like Maine is like that too. Like you would think Maine. Okay, as soon as it's like September snow, but it's not. Like there's there's yeah. long periods where they don't have snow. It's just cold as fuck. Yeah. Is it more rainy in Maine? It might be. On the planey, yeah, no. <laughs> oh, that's in España. Oh, sorry, <laughs> you're right. Mm. <laughs> Are we all from Barcelona now? No, no I'm from Ibiza. Ibiza. Oh. So, Bud has uh, Buddy has uh, uh, the kid went and got him a refrigerator box, and that was his home in the backyard for a little while. But he doesn't stay in the backyard. He will yeah. just bust open mom, the fence. And, his mom says he has to stay in the yard, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's always busting out and climbing up on the roof to jump in the kid's window. Yeah. And also in the morning when the newspaper guy casually drops the newspaper on their driveway. The worst newspaper like a fucking boy. fucking rookie. Uh, Buddy runs out and grabs the newspaper and hides it. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. And so there are like four scenes where the mom comes out and looks for the newspaper. She's yeah. like, where's the newspaper? I don't know. Why. This is, you know. We don't have internet yet. What the fuck am I supposed to do? I can't wait till six o'clock for the, the news. World. I don't know. Because the neighbor comes out at one point. He's like, hey, what's going on? She's like, I don't know. <laughs> Get one of those free you AOL discs. Pop it in your 1997 laptop. Yeah. And the kid's got a laptop. The kid's got a laptop. <laughs> yeah, living on that fat napkin money. Yeah, right. She could afford maybe... Yeah. Get an iMac. A few hours of AOL a month. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Get in them chat rooms. Yeah. But yeah, the dog has a new husband. <laughs> the dog has this weird, like, it, they're all right. So they have, like, one of those, like, lattice arch things, yeah. you know, like, for mm-hmm. vines and stuff to grow up. With that. And he, like, he, you know, it's one of those roofs where it's like you have the. 
the window and there's a little bit of a ledge coming out of it. So he uses the roof to get like all the way down to a certain point, jumps on this, like to this lattice arch, then like onto the hood of the car and mm-hmm. then to the ground. That's, yeah. that's a secret path for getting in and out. So. And then later he just climbs up the, the lattice mm-hmm. <laughs> to get on the roof and the dog's actually doing it. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. this is impressive. Dog stunts. Yeah. It's so, a good boy. Dunce. He is a good boy. But uh, yeah, what what happens? There's now? basketballing. Uh, the, the 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 kid because he's the team manager, which means he's just the has to do everything. Kid has oh he's doing laundry. Yeah, yeah. he's doing laundry, and he he finally like kind of meets the janitor, yeah. even though he's seen. Well, the he's seen the janitor from afar doing. Yeah. Um, excuse me, that man things. is an engineer. Yeah, oh, set it oh, on his door. Sorry, but uh, yeah, Bill, Bill Cobb is an engineer. Right. I believe they said. I believe they called him janitor. Well, his door said engineer, so well, he had loftier titles on his door. Yeah. But anyway, this kid just wanders into sanitation his, engineer. <laughs> mm-hmm. He just wanders into this dude's office and starts poking around his shit because that's what kids do. Yep. And goes in some locker and it's like he's got basketball memorabilia. He's got some Knicks jerseys and eventually like sees a name, you know, like a basketball card yeah. or something like that. And he's like, oh, but then dude comes in. Well, I guess he knew his name because he's janitor or whatever, but you know, <laughs> or engineer. Hi, guy. I'm janitor whatever. <laughs> but he goes home and of course, because he's a big fucking nerd, he's got a shoebox full of like yeah, old you know, it's his, it's uh, basketball they're cards. his dad's basketball okay. cards because well, it said is... his dad's name which is andy crashes a lot <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or uh yeah whatever fram yeah fram yeah the... should have changed his air filter the air filter makers <laughs> yeah, then he would have yeah. crashed the air filtered him out yeah, yeah. oh, oh. <laughs> it was like not you sir <laughs> wow get, get to the ground <laughs> jesus <laughs> We spent an hour and a half making dark ass jokes about this kid's poor father who died in a horrible training yeah. accident or whatever. Uh, Some of them are going to slip through. Oh, what, what if somebody told him that he's going to get through it? And you were like, just like your dad's head through the cockpit of his. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was really good. So bad. You shouldn't have done that. <laughs> nah. But we did, and it was yeah, hilarious. We but <laughs> yeah, we're fucked up people. Yeah, but anyway, he, he did. Yeah. He, um, yeah. But yeah, he meets. He sees this guy, and he's like, "Oh, hey." Uh, he, well, he actually doesn't say anything. Now he he just like he just looks the, at him. This first like interaction, he's like, "Better use cold water." And I thought this was going to come back as like a he's going to shrink the dick sure, heads. Do a prank on them. Yeah, but, like he was going to shrink the oh, dick like heads. that Seinfeld episode. Yeah, yeah. But no, yeah. he just he just but teaches no. them to use cold water, and your clothes won't shrink. Airbud is above those hijinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, this is their hijinks this is involve a, people losing this control of the equilibrium. Yeah, he's not Airbud. Yeah, no, he's not. Tr- Airbud Air the movie is no, above uh, those the movie hijinks. Itself. <laughs> oh, okay. Arthur Cheney is yes, Arthur Cheney. Yeah, right. But yeah, he just, you know, that's his first interaction with this guy. And then, like, he goes home, digs through his dad's basketball cards. He's like, no there, way. Arthur Cheney, you know, number nine, New, New York Knicks. Knickerbocker. Yeah. Not Buckers. <laughs> you got to yeah. say the whole name when they're that old. <laughs> they are. Um, so, but yeah, he, he goes to them, like, the next day. He's, like, working on something. And he's just, like, he's trying to pass it up, like, through a grate. He's yeah. like, can you sign this? And he's like, why? You think that's me? He's, he's like, like, that ain't me. Yeah, that guy's dead. That guy's dead. He's been dead. And this guy's basically just Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, it's like, Mm, all right okay, okay never mind sorry take my shitty card back um and about this time i think it's time like it's the first like actual game game uh does he make the team get no no, wait, no. He, no they what happens is is that the coach is talking to uh the next player mm-hmm. and uh He's just like if something. I don't know. Something happened. Kid flunked out or something. They had a two somebody spots. Saw, I think open. somebody moved. Okay. Yeah. Well, so they, two spots opened up on the team. So he was like, "Do you know which kids' lockers are which? I want you to put the secret invitation in their locker." Yeah. Coach's secret tryout. Meeting. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and like, 
the the kid has seen him shooting hoops in the court in the basketball court and he's just like yeah that, that, it's him it's him and at some point they have some like brief conversation where the where the guy's like why are you doing this to yourself like why why are you letting him do that to you why 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 are you doing all this and the kid's like mm, i don't know i have a dog and he's like all right <laughs> good reasoning yeah. yeah so anyway the coach has told him to put like secret invitations in the lockers and he goes and puts one in this kid's locker so they they have the tryouts and all the scrub kids show up to try out and he shows up too and they're like hey we don't need the manager here get out of here well the dumb. coach is literally like no you weren't invited yeah yeah. He's like, well, this was in my locker. He's, He's like, like oh. well, it shouldn't have been. Yeah, that was a mistake. <laughs> yeah, suck. Yeah, and I, actually, we've actually never seen you play basketball. Yes. We just infer that yeah. you suck. You right. totally suck. And he's like, well, could- and to be fair, everything that we'd seen him playing basketball, he sucked. Yeah, he, he got better when the dog showed up. He did get better when he started to get happier. Yeah, because but, they they like painted the court at the church and and were playing basketball and everything. But the kid is like. Well, what if I I don't know tried out anyway? And the coach was like, oh god, you got well, no, one of the logic. one of the. <laughs> shitty kids yeah. from the team is like one of the kids we thought was shitty from the team is like why don't you just let him try out oh yeah he yeah. sucks yeah. so and no, the coach is like it was it wasn't the shitty one he's the one that would be his friend the one with the right. terrible but at first thought yeah but at was first he's kid. like yeah. the kid with that haircut's got to be shitty yeah absolutely <laughs> sure. um and the coach is like uh you better not slow my practice down or you're out okay so let's go yeah and it turns out he has magically unsucked at basketball because he has enough to make the team he has the power of buddy correct Mm -hmm. because buddy has given him basketball life yeah but they go play their their first game and it's like it seems like it's just there's a lot of like made up pressure in this like they first off this is like junior high school and they have a locker room which just seems weird in and of itself i guess for to me i suppose well i mean we had a Locker, we had locker rooms in, but like full school. on, like I mean, this feels feels like a at least a high school, if not college level locker room. I'm just like they're hanging out before the game, like so, trying to psych themselves up because he and uh, shit haircut kid are basically like, he's like, yeah, welcome to the team. It's like you might need this. It's a really important game, and he hands him like this orange peel, yeah. like this dried out orange peel that he had in his sock, and he's like, he's like, that's not just any orange peel. Like Scotty Pippen dropped this orange peel after a game you know, when you played the Sonics. Or, yeah, I guess they're saying they're somewhere near uh, Seattle. Right? Yeah. Um, but like, and he's like, don't worry, I've got this like. Yeah. Um, it's like an apple Billy's like, I don't want to take your only magic orange peel. <laughs> and <laughs> shitty bowl cut kid is like, that's worry. fine. I have this apple core from that I got Sean out of Kemp. Sean Kemp's garbage. <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah, they just have these like weird superstitions and shit. And. So they have they go out of a first game. He doesn't. I don't think he even plays this game. Or, or, he's or on the bench for he's most on the bench until yeah. like one kid fouls out or something. I don't. Yeah, I think you don't. I think he doesn't play this first game at all. I think he just rides the bench. But like basically, the shitty haircut kid like gets a pass like thrown at him and just kind of like bobbles it and gets it stolen. That's the main thing to take away from this, and yes. they end up losing the game because the coach is like. You're not going to drop a ball like that again. Oh, is this a game where I think this is the game where he has the last shot? Yeah, he gets put in for somebody. Yeah, maybe it's for shitty bowl cut kid. Um, And he's like, he's got the ball in the last three seconds. Yeah. And he steps back to make a three and he just absolutely fucking airballs the shit. He doesn't even hit the back. No, it like he's like three feet left of the backboard. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What even close? The coach was right. Yeah. Kill yourself. (laughs) (laughs) But what happens after the game is that he goes up, he goes back to the court 
and they see that uh, the coaches in there just chucking balls at the That's kid. That's later. Wait a minute, because Bud sees Yeah, it. I was going to say. The, no, this, the that, first game is where Bud shows up, yeah, isn't it? And interrupts it and, and makes a shot. That's right. Yeah, yeah it's it the first game. That's so weird. All right. First, and yeah, because everyone loses motor control mm-hmm. and they wreck the fucking <laughs> yeah, gym right. to trying them, to chase down to Air them Bud. it's just a dog running on the court and they're like, what's going on? And anyway, he like runs all the way on the court, making all the refs run into every, everything, yeah. knocking like, over the Gatorade, the Refs go through the scoring table and yep. through the journalism area or whatever. <laughs> yes. Because the there's journalism a journalism area. area. There yeah. is, yes. Yeah. We call it by its proper name here on the BAMFcast, Correct. journalism area. Um known as the Spanish table. <laughs> yes. Oh, the Spanish announcement. Spanish yes, announcement. Yes, yes, yeah, that's good. That one's getting wrecked. fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, all the tables get wrecked. Every all the cheerleaders are running after them. Oh Everybody dog on the court, a dog yeah, on the court. Everybody's losing their goddamn mind. Yeah. Until like Billy remembers that <laughs> the dog will get distracted by a basketball. He's yeah. like, "Hey, Bud. Hey, here, here's the basketball." And he holds up the basketball and Bud's like, "Mine." And <laughs> jumps at it, but boops it into the um boops it into the goal yeah. and everybody loses their shit. Yeah. They're like, holy fuck, a dog that can play basketball like Michael Jordan. Exactly <laughs> like Michael Jordan. This is the most amazing thing anyone on earth has ever seen. Well, That is basically the principle. Well, the principle yeah, is like, her she, reaction. God, it's like I know there's a better like dog basketball pun to be made, but she she doesn't even try because she's like oh. that dog's basically like Michael Paw Jordan. No, Michael Wolf Jordan. Wolf, Michael Jordan. Wolf Jordan or yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's like Did Michael just... Jordan have a no middle no. no. She just added Wolf Air in the middle. Was of this there. in the middle? Yeah, she's like Michael. his middle name's Jeffrey. Oh, not Wolf Wolfrey. Michael Wolfrey <laughs> Jordan. Yeah, she was a big Michael Jordan fan, big yeah. Bulls fan. I just feel like, you know, of all the basketball players that were famous throughout time, you could make a better dog pun. Yes. I just, I'm struggling right now because I sure. can't think of any, but I mean, there's got to be somebody. Mike, Larry, Larry Bark. I mean, it's something. It'd be Jordan better. Jordan Receiver. I, I don't, yeah. <laughs> Jordan Receiver. I don't know. Anything. That is better than Michael Wolf Jordan. Wolf. Yeah. Yeah, Charles, yes. Charles Barkley. There you Come go. Come on. Yeah. Fuck it. It's right well, there in front of us. Well. Jesus, it was right there. <laughs> I even knew somebody whose dog was named Charles Barkley. I, I mean, come on. Yeah. It's a good name for a dog. It's, it's a fucking great name for uh, the dog. Yeah, come on. Much better joke, lady. Anyway. But anyway, yeah, she's, she's, yeah, she's like, super she, she, Oh, excited. yeah, she's immediately like, oh, he's got to be like the team mascot. We're going to you know, use him for the next pep rally or something. Well, and that's, that's when the dog's like, what? Huh? What? And like, yeah, his abuse sense goes off because he just takes off running again. Mm-hmm. And they runs runs them. They're all like, where is he going? And they all run back to the gym to, to catch shithead coach. Just Well, okay. So mm-hmm. before that happens, they have the end of the game where they're two points down Billy gets the ball right. and airballs the fuck out of it. Yes. Yes. Then after the game, she's like Michael Wolf Jordan, mm-hmm. um, some more stupid shit from Principal Pepper, and then Air Bud's abuse sense, his PTSD, yeah. mm-hmm. Batman orphan sense goes off. Mm-hmm. And he I guess he towards... kind of technically is an orphan. That's why his sense, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. His orphan vision. Sense. He runs to the court. I mean, we don't basically. know this. Like, if his, his dog parents are dead. I mean, they are given his age to him, that we they know. Are. I mean, you don't. Do you have to be? Do your parents oh, have, to be no, for your, have to be dead for you abandoned. to be an orphan? Hmm. He was abandoned. Well, I mean, I, I mean, for the legal definition of orphan, I just don't know what what point I'm, you get orphan. I'm vision. looking it up. Defi- <laughs> computer define orphan. <laughs> this gotta, is for science. Yes, yeah. it's important. 
But anyway. I mean, or to be orphaned okay. is literally anyway, just be abandoned. He detects the coach just beaning the kid yeah. with the shitty bowl haircut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To the point where the kid has a bloody nose. He's yep. like, you're never going to drop a pass again. You're yeah. going to do this. And he just, he's just uh, wailing him yeah. at this kid. And of course, the principal's there and just like, we need to talk. Yeah. This, no. Basically, we never see this guy again after no. this scene because it's like, mm-hmm. he's been fired. And I think the, the implication is, is that... We've we've seen like the of course the asshole kid has an asshole dad who's just like get better son yeah everything all my broken dreams are resting on you yes and yeah then, like, he's also every like he's every little league parent right because he's also like why'd you take my kid out of the game right yeah which we, that doesn't happen yet but like yeah I think they're going to make him interim coach that's what it's, th- yeah they're yeah. having like yeah. a locker room meeting well no it's just, she is the principal he goes to see the principal. And like she's just like, yeah, we're making Mister what Willingham or whatever the hell his name is. Like, interim, actually, God, that is a it is a good job, Willingham. Wow. It is. That's right. <laughs> um, I, I, I did read the cast. I just can't believe right. that stuck. But yeah, he's like, may I make a suggestion? And yeah, of course he's. We don't see it, but he's at about first. Him. We're like, make Airbud the coach, obviously. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But, but no. uh, breaking orphan news: an orphan requires the parents to be dead. Oh, so so if they just give you up. You're yeah, not an orphan. You're not an orphan. Mm. I don't know what. All right. There's got to be another word for that. Anyhow, uh, so he suggests um, the engineer. The engineer. <laughs> Arthur Weasley. Nope. No. <laughs> Cheney. Cheney. Arthur Cheney. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Moses. Yeah. He's the new coach. Moses poses. He's the new coaches. <laughs> yep. And he just comes in and basically teaches them teamwork. Yeah. Here's, uh, at the expense of the kid who thinks he's hot shit, basically. He's just yeah, like, yeah. you need to stop being a fuck. Well, because he comes in and it's just like his first order is like he's trying to teach them basketball without basketball. Right. He's like trying to teach them teamwork through having a ghost basketball that doesn't actually exist. And of course, the asshole Ooh. kid is just like, oh, stupid, yeah. it was a real basketball. Can't wrap my head around, you know, these kind of concepts. Mm-hmm. Need ball. Yeah. How can I play ball without ball? <laughs> yes. That's good. <laughs> well point. said. Yep. Yep. And so there's there's kind of a montage of like some games and Buddy is now the halftime entertainment. Mm-hmm. And the first time that it's the halftime entertainment, it's like this big deal. There's a spotlight and, and Billy takes Buddy out to the center court or whatever. I'm surprised. I'm honest to God surprised they didn't cop the Bulls intro for that. Oh, yeah. Like the, the lasers and yeah, the... Emerson, Lake, and Palmer song. Yes. Yeah. So... The first time they do it, the kid tosses the ball to Buddy, and Buddy doesn't do shit, and this ball just pops him in the face. Oh. <laughs> just bounces off his poor sweet head. <laughs> and everyone in the crowd is like, <laughs> damn it. And then he's like, come on, Buddy, get the ball. Come on, Buddy, do the thing. Come on. You're embarrassing me, Buddy. <laughs> well, he, sa- he says what I think is supposed to be like the running mantra of this is like, we're just playing here. Yeah. Because yeah, that's like that's kind of what this is about is like, don't take sports too seriously. Right. Have fun. Play game. Get yeah, good. But, but also win. Yes. Sort of, but... At any expense. <laughs> but this works, but he's like, yeah, sweet. <laughs> so... Yeah, just play, man. Got you. Tosses the ball and does it, and then there's a montage of games and doing the thing, and... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then they, they, they start getting good. They come close to winning state or whatever final they get things. better. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they do, but the problem is that there has now been news coverage of the halftime show of Buddy dunking or putting the ball in the goal, mm-hmm. and so Michael Jeter happens to catch this and is like, mm-hmm. wait, what? That's my dog. Yep. Now that he sees 
he sees dollar signs. Yeah. He's like, well, hey, Chris, look, like Christmas is coming, gone, like yeah. you know, like yeah. and and it's also for Zoom Christmas, she, he was she officially like put a bow on Buddy and was like, he's your dog now. Yeah, <laughs> the kid like wakes up and Buddy's not there and he's freaking out and he runs downstairs and they're all just sitting there by the tree like, hey, Billy, and Billy. He's like, oh my god, yay! Hey. And they have put tinsel and shit on this dog and this dog is just like, kill me. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to die. <laughs> well, uh... I don't care for this. Uh, but yeah, so the, all that's happened. But anyway, so Michael Jeter shows back up and he just shows up at the house and he's like, yeah, he, I, he basically the- just barges into like his mom, like doing laundry outside, like hanging up yeah. clothes or something. And it's just like, I have papers. That's my dog. His yeah. name's uh, and he looks over. And there's like a blue can of paint. He's like, blue. That's my dog. Blue. And and it's like, like, you better well, give him to me. And, she, and checks out. And, and if you Billy- tried this shit in Florida, you would be shot to death death well if you try anything in florida that's yes. that's what happens but yeah but he so, just barges into the backyard i know where mm-hmm. mom is gardening so, like startles her none of which of that was a euphemism right right <laughs> yeah no that all sounded like it but <laughs> mom is gardening yeah but he drags the dog away yep mm-hmm. and billy the dog growls at him well, the dog's billy, like Argh. billy shows up after the fact and is just like what's going on and that's the dog blue give it to give him to me and yep. the dog's like, that and dog he's like, like violently you. throwing the dog into the cage and mm-hmm. like slamming it shut. Oh, and-, and man, he does the most evil thing ever at the very end, which is like, hey, kid, let me know when your birthday is. You can, We'll give you a discount on a, the clown down show. <laughs> Here's my card. <laughs> it's man. like, man, fuck you. <laughs> also, this like mom has been absolutely 100 percent spineless in this. Sure. Mm-hmm. She doesn't stand up for the dog, doesn't stand up for the kid. She's just like. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, that's your dog. She doesn't even you look at the papers. papers. Okay, yeah, yeah. And like the papers, how can you even prove it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's prove- a golden retriever, like we've covered earlier. They look the same. They yeah. are all one hundred percent because of interbreeding. They're all one hundred percent identical DNA. They all look the same. They, they just all come off act an assembly the line. Yeah. They are the same just, dog. Yeah. <laughs> every golden retriever is the same as every other golden retriever. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> totally literally that's why those unfortunate later buddies movies they could just sub in more buddies <laughs> right when the first patch died well, that's why they could sub in a new air bud after this movie yeah mm-hmm. yeah no. uh so <laughs> so basically the kid tracks down where clowny mcclown lives and it's probably just smelled he yeah. stick his head in the air and yeah smelled i think he just accidentally comes upon it no he has the business oh no card. he has yeah, a business yeah, card yeah, yeah that's yeah. right and the guy's shittiness came back to haunt him yeah mm-hmm. and yep. he's got buddy chained up in the backyard in the mud yep muddy mud bud mud bud <laughs> mud bud oh no oh no the origin starts here it does because i believe Mudbud is the one who's actually the offspring of the original air bud i think they all are no no i think that one specifically and the other ones just came out i'm pretty sure we looked this <laughs> i'm pretty sure well we'll look get there, at me like i'm worry. fucking crazy no, so we have this conversation the other ones are buds bastards <laughs> i'm saying that they're and like they're ooh, actually they're actually friends of like other friends oh I'm just, pretty, just neighbors i'm just pretty sure that when we first started doing buddies movies we read that like oh Mudbud is actually the right. uh, true offspring of Airbud. the other <laughs> ones were just like joining the party I'll, I'll look it up no worries. <laughs> so anyway he sees buddy in the backyard and he's like buddy and buddy's like Oh my God, sweet freedom, come get me. And kind of doesn't realize that he's chained up because he keeps like doing the Mike Myers sketch thing where he's running full speed and then just like, you know, just gets mm-hmm. yoinked back. Uh, but Buddy's just barking his head off like, oh my God, you're here. Oh my God. Well, oh my and, God. And Michael Jeter is like on the phone like, 
trying to book things with the dog. He's just like, he's like, what? Yeah. A beer commercial? No, we have ethics. How much for the beer commercial? A beer co- really? He's saying he doesn't like the beer commercial, despite he has a literal <laughs> can of like shitty beers. Right. Like, yeah, I don't know who he's trying to impress with that little spiel, but I don't know. But then he, he's like, he ends up by saying, well, how much? Does Oprah like dogs? Yeah. He's just, he's just however I can get on TV. We'll do the Tonight Show. Yeah. Um, I mean, really should be on like the David Letterman show, Stupid Petrix. Well, that's where Buddy came from. Okay. That's how he became famous. I'm saying, but the Tonight Show (laughs) doesn't give a fuck about No, I know, I know. It's it's weird they they don't acknowledge that. Um, But, so, the the kid just hops the fence and starts trying to unchain the dog, which, of course, Michael Jeter's like, hey... That's my dog, you know, and so a chase ensues. He doesn't quite get the dog unchained, but it like flips the top off a pipe, which kind of bursts. Mm-hmm. And so Michael Jeter runs out, and again, physics are broken, where he's just sliding and falling. Oh, and, it's like he gets fire hosed by this like garden hose. Yeah, and just keeps spigot. somehow just landing to where his face is just getting just pelted, and then he slips again, and that just keeps happening. And like, but they try to get Buddy over the fence, and because he's still got pipe tied to the chain that gets stuck on the fence and then there's a tug of war with the chain mm-hmm. and then finally the kid's able to just get the the collar off buddy and they they're free yeah they go running yeah but michael jeter's hops in his shitty truck rips the door off the hinges and then like he's basically about to completely fuck this already fucked up truck anyway because yeah he's just chasing them around the town running into literally fucking everything yep just crashing as piece pieces of this truck continue to fall off yep um, like the the hood pops up at one point, so he's having to drive with his head out the side. Yeah, and he's just crashing through like the town, the sign, town sign and like somebody's picnic yeah. and like you know rear ends another car that's parked or some shit. And mm-hmm. Everything eventually gets to appear um, and goes off. Just mm-hmm. just well fuck. well the kid and the dog are running straight for the water taxi. Yeah, and he just like oh no I can't stop because I have well no the brakes. steering wheel. F- flies yeah. off and he can't he's literally out of control mm-hmm. and hits this pier and just launches into the water also pro tip out there just in case you want to know mm-hmm. like first off you have a second brake on every car parking brake or emergency brake mm-hmm. and even worse than that you you have gears like pop it if you're driving like if yeah. you put it in reverse yeah kill you're, the you're, headlights and put it in neutral yeah <laughs> well, not even that i'm saying like literally pop it in another gear because it will like your engine will go yeah. and just turn in the direction of this kid mm-hmm. <laughs> interesting pro tip Modern cars, if you slam it into reverse, mm-hmm. the transmission will not actually engage reverse. So it won't shred your transmission to death. Um, but you can downshift it into like two and one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying. You can... Or just turn somewhere that's not well, like, no going to endanger. Well, that, at that point, yes. Flew off because he tries to grab then you the. Can, yeah. Then you just have to jump out. I pray you don't run yourself. I just up. always hear these things about runaway cars. I'm like, how fucking stupid do you have to be? To let a car like I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's so many ways to stop a fucking car without killing you or somebody yeah. else. Yeah, but this people is Michael panic. Jeter. I, I suppose slappy happy. He's <laughs> slappy like, happy. Drives one of my mild little life pro tips. Yeah, there are okay. ways to stop a car. Good point. Use the transmission. Kill yeah. it if you have to. Emergency brake. Yeah, yeah. Um. So anyway, yeah. The the kid and buddy are on a water taxi, and the water taxi takes them over to a. An island part of this area, mm-hmm. and at first you're like, "What's happening?" And you know they're going to live on this island together forever and be happy. Yep. Yay. And they it's walk. Be a little... Isle of Dog. <laughs> they walk a little bit, and the kid pulls out a snack pack and gives it to him, and he's like, "Oh, okay. he's already crying. You know what's about? Oh, to happen. yeah." And he's like, "Okay, I, I know that you're not going to understand you're gonna this. Be safe cause... at home with me anymore because he's just going to keep coming back and try to get you." And he shoots Buddy in the head. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. The end. He says, "If yeah. I can't have you, no one can." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I love you, bud. Yeah. Turns out it's an old Yeller remake the right. entire time. Yeah. 
Yeah. No. He got, he got, he rabies. Actually he got just, rabies from the snack bag. He actually just screams at Buddy. At, <laughs> he does the it, thing we make fun of all the time, which is just, you know, get, get out, out of here. here. I don't want you anymore. Just go. Yeah. And Buddy's just Buddy's sitting like, there like, why are you making fun of that? Yeah. That's how I broke yeah. it up like yeah. a all, all Buddy hears is, yeah. all <laughs> Buddy hears is, snack pack, snack pack, yeah. snack pack, snack pack, <laughs> snack pack. So snack pack. The SpaghettiOs. Kid, <laughs> the kid pulls out the basketball and he's like, okay, fine. We'll just play, Buddy. Go get it. And he just launches this ball to the other side yeah, of the over island. The horizon. Throws it over yeah. a cliff. And then he just books it and runs back to the, the water taxi. The water taxi is waiting for this kid. Yeah. Well, like, I want to so know what conversation actually, yeah. he had with that guy. Right. That kid, should, <laughs> you know, that, the guy driving the water taxi should be motoring that boat away from yeah. the fucking yeah. island. So as soon as he is, sees the kid yeah. coming back without yeah, like You dog. deal with this kid. Little yeah. Billy is shitty, but that water taxi guy. Yeah. He was doing it for money. Shittier. Yeah. yeah. He knew what was going on. Yeah. It's like, why were you singing three little birds over there? <laughs> but yeah, he gets on the boat and then the boat is going away. Yep. And Buddy just tries to swim after the boat yep. goes out and then just like stops and stares and stares. Yeah. It's the one thing that dog stares. can't well, do is swim. He goes in the water and then is like, oh, too far. Yeah. And the dog was smart. He was like, I will die if I keep going. Yep. And he goes back to the shore and is just standing there watching this boat leave. And it is good acting from this dog. Mm-hmm. Like... I know the dog doesn't understand what's going on, but the look on the dog's face is, you're abandoning me, what the shit? They taught the, taught the dog to do something, and he did it well. I guess. Mm-hmm. So, But yeah, so, and then the kid is just like, all right, well, I guess that's that. <laughs> Time to go play in the finals. Oh, he's sad. He's sad. <laughs> of course he's sad, but still. Can't be that sad um, and be a monster like that. In the interim before, like from the playoffs to the final game, whatever, during that montage, whatever, the the... The super cocky kid on the team got thrown off the team for being a shit. Yep. Um, and so now it's time for the big game at well, the end. He didn't get thrown off the team. He got yanked out of the game, and that's when when baseball dad was like, "What are you, what are you doing?" Yeah. And then like he's just like, he's like Fine, Come on, we're, we're leaving." Yeah. So they left, and mm-hmm. and come to find out when the the final game starts, is like they're down a player, and it's like, okay, coach, we don't have a oh, a they, good the, team." The, the final team, the final game, they were down half their team because somebody got the chicken pox. Yeah, that's was, what the, the, he was yeah. like. There was like there was like seven people on the team or six. Yeah, basically they're down to just okay. These are the players. The bare necessities. Yeah, yeah. they're like one alternate, and it's like you know. Yeah. So when the other team comes out. Shitty Kid is now on that team because his dad moved to Spokane so he could be on that team, which just really dead. What in the fuck, guy? Like, just... He went to the second largest napkin manufacturer (laughs) who happens to be located in Spokane, Washington. Yeah. So anyway, that kid is on the other team now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, how do we... What? How are we going to win? Team work. Coach is just like, be a team. And they're down by like 20 points immediately. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's pretty quick. <laughs> they yeah. get wrecked. And eventually two of them crash into each other and injure each other. Yes. After one fouled out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So of the seven people, they're down to four. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we don't have enough players. We're going to have to forfeit the entire game. I do right. like that. Before this, strategy, Cotton. Yeah. Before this happened, the kid the kid who fouled out is just like, we can't do it, coach. <laughs> we so, just need to forfeit. I'm so tired. <laughs> forfeit the whole game, coach. Is he Patrick Warburton? Yeah. yeah. Just forfeit the entire game, game. coach. Why don't you just let the dog play? Well. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Suddenly. Oh, also, <laughs> Bill Cobb, unbeknownst to him, like cut cut Billy pretty deep when they walks in. When he walks in, he's like, 
we're just a team. We're all one team. We're such a community here that like when one player gets a chicken box, half the team's out. It's like yeah. now we're just one team and one dog. And, and he's like, oh, too soon, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. But so they're like at their most dire moments, like, what are we going to do, coach? We can't do anything. And then over the door, the entryway to the, the arena, there comes six foot buddy. six from Oof. North Carolina. <laughs> Michael, Michael Wolf Jordan. <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> Buddy runs in, and the kid's like, oh, my God, yay. And it's like, it's never explained how this dog got off the island. <laughs> nope. No. He's not wet. He's not. He's, he's fine. Hopefully and that water listen, taxi guy went back and was like, what yeah, the fuck? Listen, yeah. we know how long Bud was on the streets before. Mm-hmm. Water taxi ways. guy came back. He was oh, like, probably. Yeah, yeah. he got he's that like, paw I, drop. I know how to. Yeah. He's like, I know how to, how to get like, what I need. Yeah. I'll give you a double paw job. I'll give you a double paw job if you give me a snack pack and a ride home. So we figure Buddy's going to run over to the kid and bite his face off. Yeah, as he (laughs) should. Just go for the neck. Just go right for that jugular. But because it's a kid's movie, he just runs over. He's like, yay, we are reunited. Nothing bad just happened five minutes ago. Nothing bad at all. Uh, And then (laughs) the coach is like, wait a minute. I've got an idea. I've got an idea. (laughs) So... Of course, the dog has a jersey from being the, you know, halftime show. Mm-hmm. His number's K-9. Yeah. And he, so he just trots in wearing his little shoes. Yeah, they've, they've, okay, so yeah, they've got shoes for this dog. They've put shoes on him. We didn't mention this. They, they've made shoes. There's one bit oh, where fucking the shoes. kid's making shoes to put on him, and the dog just flings one off of his foot through, like, a window and just looks at him like, nah, man, I'm not wearing your shoes. But, yeah, eventually they have four little sneakers for this dog. Um it's adorable. The other team, the other team's coach and the, the piece of shit dad are freaking out. They're like, "What? No, dogs can't. No, uh, uh-uh. yeah." And, and the coach is like, "No, <laughs> no." They no actually rule they over says go to dog the, can't play basketball. It, it's actually the ref that he's like got the the, the rule he's book. He's like, it. he's like, well, I, the coach is like, as you can see, he's been a member of the team. He's officially listed on the team roster because he's our mascot. And then the the, the ref is just like. He says the line. He's like, you're right. I can't see any rule that says the dog can't play. So suit him up. Yep. <laughs> and then and he also chides the other team. He's like, what? You're afraid to lose to a dog? And they're like, yeah, all right, whatever. Bring it on. <laughs> I think it's the kid that actually does that. He kind of walks over. He's like, Maybe. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But um, yeah, the other coach, they immediately stop protesting. They're like, yeah, you're right. Oh, no, it's it was a dog. the coach that says. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, now it's on and. They're they're behind by like twenty five points, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they somehow make up that difference immediately because it's just give Buddy the ball, <laughs> set up Buddy, and Buddy gets every shot, and also and, Buddy just steals the ball. Oh yeah, literally just every time. Ball. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> it's a dog. Like yeah, a dog mm-hmm. is faster and more agile than you. You yeah. suck compared to a He's dog. He's also right there. I mean, also, also at some point the shitty kid gets a foul, like like an like an indirect foul. Yeah. It's like it's like it's it's like oh, it yeah. should have been a technical because he, like he's not even got the ball. Yeah, he just he runs over. F- him. He fouled the crap out of Buddy. Oh yeah, like, but nearly dick. stepped over him. And, like, yeah, to because because you know, they have to. The buddy has to go to the free throw line, <laughs> and the referee comes over. And is like, I don't. How is this? What? I guess I'll just throw it to him. Yeah, <laughs> he just throws Buddy the ball. And goes in. He makes both free throws. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yep. Buddy is a better free throw shooter than <laughs> professional basketball player Shaquille O'Neal has been, yeah. is, and ever will be. Mm-hmm. Of course, the same could be said about any of us in this room. Probably. Probably yes. yeah. yeah. I can at least fling it in the general direction of the basket. Yeah. It might go in a period. I could shoot like 68% 
free throws at least. Yeah, you think what did so? Shaq no. shoot? Like thirty? Uh, he was running. He was in the forties. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I believe, uh, I believe that's true. Yeah, there's a lot of basketball footage, and uh, the only thing of note near the end is that Air Bud knocks the ball into Shitty Kid's junk mm-hmm. to yeah. rack him. Yes. Yep. yep. And that's how Billy ends up scoring the final <laughs> points is while Shitty Kid is on the ground, literally writhing, holding his balls. I mean, it's a couple plays before that, because yeah. both times that he was going up for the three, it's like there are five seconds left left on the clock because, of course, he's going to get he's going to get put in the same situation that he completely airball whiffed it the other mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Um, but like both times they do this, it goes in this like super slow motion yep. or like it cuts to his mom going, you can do it. But there will <laughs> always be one kid on the other team that just goes into like that crazy kid. I'm high on sugar. Just, <laughs> just that like flailing arms, arms windmill, like, ah! like I'm coming. I'm running full steam. At you, before Billy. it was just some random kid. And yeah. now it's the shitty kid is coming after him. So the, I'm saying he was up from his ball injury from before. <laughs> but yeah, he looks at Air Bud like, he, you know, because like they're they're down by they're down by two to tie it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So three is going to win it. Yeah. So he looks at Air Bud like for half a second. You're like, oh, he's going to throw it to Air Bud. And they're just going to tie the game over time, whatever. Mm-hmm. But no, he's just, of course, because it's, it's got to be about Billy becoming better. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he takes a shot and it, and it bounces around the rim a bit, but then eventually goes in and, and the crowd goes wild. Mm-hmm. Michael Jeter is also like snuck into the arena. Oh, man, there's still a whole nother part of this movie yeah <laughs> god it's like michael jeter is snuck in is like Spoiler watching alert. the end of this basically yeah and then like so everyone's celebrating everything and then he just you know as soon as like everyone's like picking the dog up like you're the best dog and all the <laughs> all the people that lost and the shitty coach and dad are like no. at least the shitty kid comes over to billy yeah. and is just like nice shot yeah. billy yeah <laughs> do you drink your orange juice <laughs> orange juice too bad your ass got just sad <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. But yeah, but that's when Michael Jeter, of course, comes over. He's like, like, that's my dog. I have I'll papers. Take my dog back. Yeah. And, and he doesn't have papers anymore They because he has fallen in the mud and been soaked in water so much yeah. that they're just a wet wad of. Right. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no. And he's like, I'll see you in court. Yep. And she's like, OK, whatever. Creepy old clown right. ass. And then cut to court. court. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where if it wasn't already a Christmas movie, it's about to really no, be a Christmas movie. No, it movie. is a Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> because the judge is here at Christmas. Yeah. And uh, he's just like, he's just doing the like senile old judge thing of like, huh? what? What's going on? Where are we? Is this a divorce? And he's like, and the bailiff guy's like, it's a custody hearing, yeah. sir. And he's like, where's the kid? He's like, what's that dog doing here? He's like, oh, that that is the kid. Like, Oh, it's like, where's the kid? And the, the bailiff points, he's like, he's down there. And the Judge says, oh, that's the ugliest kid I've ever seen. <laughs> some but, shit like but that. But they actually kind of start some, like, really dumb, like, Abbott It becomes like Costello's. a Abbott Costello bullshit yeah. of... <laughs> because, like, every time he's banging the gavel... The dog it, the, barks. The dog barks. Yep. And then eventually he's just like... But he whenever can... he tells someone to speak, the dog also barks. Yeah. So it's this re- weird round robin of the, the judge yelling at someone and saying, speak, and the dog barks, and then he yeah. hits the gavel to, it's to a, silence the court. <laughs> honestly, a really good sequence. It's, I really but, like that. But Dumb the frames dog. are already there, and like he's like, he's like the dog. And it's like, we're not doing this with a dog, and he's like, but it's a custody thing, and yeah. he's like, fine, it's, I'll allow it, but you know, like I'm not going to let my court turn into a circus. And then that's when, <laughs> <laughs> that's when Michael Jeter busts in, in full clown makeup, yeah. you know, and it's just like, what the hell? And he's just like, slappy happy for the uh, prosecution, yeah. your honor. <laughs> he's like, he since he's a vital part of my business, clown and hound. I figure it would be appropriate for me to come. And he's like, fine. Yeah. 
fine. And then- so this just goes back and forth with dumb gags and barking and whatnot. And then, of course, the judge is like, well, there's one way to settle this. Well, yeah, oh, no, the coach no. comes yeah, in. Yeah, the coach yeah. comes in, and the and the judge recognizes him. He's like, oh, I was there when you played the Celtics in 56, and you shot that turnaround jumper. It's like, what? You've both lived in the same town this whole time, and you don't know that? And also, that how are you okay with this guy just coming into your courtroom and saying, I have a suggestion, Your Honor? Also, I mean, look, I'm not trying to be mean, but like... Most people don't look a whole lot like they did no. 40 years later. Absolutely or 30, not. Whatever, 30 years later. No. Just also, like, you know that old-ass white judge don't <laughs> fraternize with black people? Right, that too. But <laughs> but yeah, and then he's just like, he's like, I've got an idea here, judge. You know, why don't we do the classic, like, <laughs> we'll put him on either side, put the dog in the center, and whichever one he goes to. That's, so he's like, what does he say? Oh, let, let the dog choose. This dog is four years old. Mm. Untrue, this dog is 10 years old. Um <laughs> So that means he's legally an adult. Why don't we let the dog decide? The judge is like, fuck it, whatever. I don't give a shit anymore. Yep. They take the judge's chair out and like. <laughs> they hold court outside. They hold in court the outside. They get the, they yeah. get clown on one side and Billy on the other. Accusations were also hurled. At, uh, this is where the, like, the abuse yes. accusations yeah. like, you know, he's basically like, he abuses him. He doesn't like him. And he's like, well, where's your proof? He's like, I didn't see anything. He just. Yeah. He's my friend, and I know. I, I know what he feels, and he feels what I feel. Oh, yeah, and, and then Mom tries the emotional speech, and the yeah. judge is like, I don't give a shit about emotions. <laughs> this is a property hearing. Yeah. Shut that the fuck up. That dog's property. And mm-hmm. so then he goes with an emotional speech from the coach. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, okay. they, they've put each of them, Michael Jeter and the kid, into little painted boxes. And it's like, if you take one step towards that dog, you are disqualified, and I, the other party wins. And it just becomes like... Okay, buddy. Come here, buddy. Yeah. I think, and, but, I think the real secret is they should have settled this on the court instead of in the yes. court. Yes. They should have had to yeah. play Michael Jeter yeah. versus Air Bud. Yeah. yeah. No, Michael Jeter versus Billy. Oh. One on one. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Jeter has to wear the clown shoes. Hmm. So the best part of this is that they're both going, come here, buddy, come here, buddy. And so everyone behind the kid is like, yeah, come here, come over to this side. And then when Michael Jeter is doing it, all the people behind them are like, no, buddy, don't come over here. Yeah. It's a good visual, yeah. but in a court of law, they would never allow those people to do that. I suppose that's true. But this town is special. I know a lot about Airbud law. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In a real Airbud court. They would yeah. never allow. Oh, man. Airbud stu- court look, would I've be studied great. Bud law. I've studied Bud law extensively. <laughs> But, but no, like he, buddies, just doing the like back and forth. Like I don't Bailiff know, buddies. Yeah. like it, it's jury buddies, jury buddies, jury duty, duty, duty. Air, air buddies eight <laughs> jury duty. Yeah, there it is. That's like some. That's like some mad TV sketch. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> the buddies are back, and this time they're <laughs> pooping all over the place. Legal buddies, <laughs> jury, jury duty. duty. <laughs> Yeah, let's make fart noise. Yeah, <laughs> I would allow legal buddies if we could yeah. if, get, get this off the ground. We gotta, we gotta, you know, take this away from uh, Robert from Vince. Robert Vince. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, he's done with the buddies. He's moved he? on to. Yeah, it's been six years. Yeah, oh, he's making lots buddies. Movie. He's making pup star movies now. Mm, okay. Well, um, <laughs> yeah. So like, Bud is just like looking back and forth between the two of them, and then like Michael Jeter, which again should be an immediate disqualification, pulls out a rolled up like rubber banded newspaper. Yeah. And Airbud just kind of like, which is I don't know if we mentioned, but he used to threaten yeah. the dog with a newspaper, right. which means he beat the dog with a newspaper, yep. right? And so, that's why he was stealing the newspaper every morning and burying them in the right. backyard. Yeah. Which one oh. day the mom finds them all. 
It's just like, oh, buddy. Oh, all the news. <laughs> all the news that's fit to bury. <laughs> so, but, yeah. But, yeah, uh, the dog kind of comes over, like, sheepishly, like, I guess I'm going over here because conditioning. And then, nope, psych. He goes over there and rips that newspaper out of his hand and shreds it. And is like, fuck you, Jeter. And then, like, <laughs> just like New York. And he's like, fuck you, Jeter. And then, like, goes over to <laughs> and it's like goes over to the other side. And it's yep. like, everyone's like, hooray. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> the dog made the right choice. And the judge is like, case closed. Hooray. <laughs> And yeah, it just kind of ends right there with the celebration. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they all just kind of hug Buddy. Oh, they well, they detain the clown. Like they have to send a couple bailers because oh, right. yeah, like, he's just like, "No, my dog, that's my dog. I have papers." And he's just got like a paper mache bag in his pocket of shredded papers. The dog ate my homework. Yeah, all the bailiffs take the clown away. <laughs> yep. The end. Yep. Didn't know Michael Vick was going to be a part of the uh, Buddy's universe, but it's basically what he's playing. Oh, yeah, yeah just an abusive mm, dog guy. Right. <laughs> important buddies lineage update oh shit mm. right the uh, buddies are direct offspring all of, of buddy okay yes, all of the buddies told you that's what i figured okay buddy fucks yeah, this, <laughs> yeah. This, oh yeah this buddy fucks not this buddy oh, yeah. no, a different yeah, buddy the, no yeah. this buddy sorry no Mm-mm. he did not <laughs> this one was all business <laughs> yes oh yeah. yeah i am just here to play basketball all right well, ball is life yeah, I think we're done. Yeah, we we're need done. To let's talk about some ratings. Yeah, and stuff. Let, let's rate it. Why are you looking at me? I just was looking around the oh, room. It okay. just so happened you're the first person I looked. I at. just feel like I was looking know, down I... to avoid having to be first. I'll go. Okay. okay. Uh, I'm gonna go two jocks. All right. I mean, it's it's technically not really bad. Like, like it's it's this is very different from the buddies movies. Oh, yeah. I much prefer the Buddies movies as much as I despise the Buddies movies. They entertain me in a way that this one just kind of didn't quite reach. But yeah, I mean, the dog doesn't talk, which goes a long way. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like if I had seen this when I was 12, I'd probably fucking love this movie. But I saw it as a fucking 42 year old man. So not not quite doing it for me. Okay. And uh, I appreciate that the kid sucks at basketball and then is suddenly good because he got a dog. Who can play basketball? That's really the only thing that changes. <laughs> and like, and it's interesting that they don't really try to capitalize on the dog playing basketball. Yeah. To me, like, like I, and this was very different than I was expecting. I was expecting this to be like, there's two spots on the team. Who's going to get them? And it's going to be like <laughs> the kid and the dog. Now he's on the team all season. And no, it's not. It's no. like at the very end, yeah. the dog is pressed into service, which is a, a much more believable way to go about <laughs> your dog mm-hmm. playing basketball movie. I, yeah, yeah. As an emergency I, I really, substitution yes, allowed yeah. by yeah. a, a middle school. We have no other choice. Yeah. Some, dog some deus ex pachina. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's, it's enjoyable enough. I'll go two jocks. All right. I, I could easily go one, but I'm feeling generous this tonight. So nice. I was fully expecting it to be like the dog plays the entire season of basketball. Mm-hmm. And then right before the championship game, the dog gets jailed or for Michael a, Jeter shows up and is like, hey, well, no, give me I the mean, dog back. Not not. I mean, the premise of the movie sure. before we saw it. OK, um, I was expecting like, you know, dog plays all the games and then the championship game like they get hit by they get an injunction <laughs> or something against the dog so the dog can't play yeah. basketball. Hey, a judge says the dog can't play. So yeah. Can. yeah, we went to the middle school basketball rules association can't and they throw determined... my kid off the team. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the uh, MSBRA? <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. They don't uh, fuck with them. And so they, you know, they decided that 
the dog couldn't play and then they find an obscure rule that says actually all animals are allowed to play whatever sports they want or something. Something real dumb. <laughs> the thing is, and this only, was real dumb. There's only so many feet different... left on uh, able to be on the court per team. Right. And, so, yeah. yeah. Right. So they have to like everybody. So Airbud has to learn how to walk around. On two, like, <laughs> no, Airbud stays on four. It's just all the other kids uh, have to, st- have to hop use around one on one. Yeah. Oh, nice. I like <laughs> it. I like it. Yeah. Let's remake Airbud. <laughs> okay. It's time for a reboot. <laughs> okay. Let me go find a. Golden Retriever who can play basketball. Sure. I'll be back in 30 seconds. There's so many um, of them. <laughs> but I kind of feel like a little bit like Mackie. I really enjoyed the process of watching this movie. Mm-hmm. It was tons of fun. Um, we had a lot of good jokes, a lot of really insensitive jokes about the death of this poor child's father. Um, He's a test pilot. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. You, what yeah, do you, yeah. you get what you pay for. Yeah. Yeah. He failed that test. Yeah. Um, without <laughs> flying colors. Well, there or was the only flying color. colors he got were red. Um, <laughs> it was really my uh, crashing colors. So sorry. Uh, Apologize to all the test pilots out there. We've who... really drove this joke into the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. But the movie is not fantastic. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> That's the best review I've ever heard. But anyway, this movie's not bad, Dad. <laughs> it's not, not great, Bob. Um, it's I'm feeling Mackie generous, so I think I'll give it two jocks because it's got some real dumb moments, okay. some real dumb fun moments in it. But one hundred percent unrealistic. A dog cannot play basketball like that. Hmm. Uh, two that jocks. dog did. Yeah, they said. Yeah, there were they no, said special, no effects. special effects, but regular effects were used. Yeah. Heavily edited. Rex and effects. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can I can do one better than your two jocks. Oh, can you? I can give I it dare you. Three. I double dog dare you. Jocks. Oh, you did it. I did okay. it. Um, There's only one dog. <laughs> this this movie is... There were at least two dogs used in the <laughs> filming of this movie. Thank you very much. Check IMDb. The yeah. movie is simply entertaining, and I mean that in a way that it's just a very simple story that... Like almost when the they do draft the dog onto the team, you're like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's not. It seems like it makes perfect sense, and I can't really explain why because it's fucking dumb. But but I mean, there's you've seen no the, rule that says no rule. a dog can play basketball. I know. So there's that. Uh, plus, you've seen this dog do stuff throughout the entire film, where it's like, it, it's interesting because for half the time. The kid's playing with Buddy. Buddy's just smacking the dog with his face and not doing anything. It's not until about halfway through the movie that the kid realizes the dog can get the ball into the hoop. And then he's like, oh, my God, you're amazing. So I just I look, we had a good time watching this movie. It it was fun to watch. And aside from aside from the bath scene with that fucking song, which is just lazy fucking music supervision basically is just like it's a wacky bath scene what are we splash um yeah aside from that there wasn't there's not stuff in this where you're just like rolling your eyes going this is the lowest common denominator bullshit like it's not it's not fart jokes and you know other buddies stuff where it's like some of those later buddy movies we watched were, were almost insufferable um that we just had a very good time watching them, but it, the the humor in those is bad. Mm-hmm. This wasn't really going for humor. We were it was it's just a light, entertaining movie, and that's fine with me. And I, I really enjoyed it. So, 
I, I would recommend watching it with friends. <laughs> watching it on your own, you'd be like, yeah, it's a cute dog, but I don't get it. <laughs> so. Okay. Um, yeah, you, you kind of hit exactly what I was going to say. Um, I actually really like this movie. Um, I mean, it, it's weird because like you take away talking dogs and as you said, the lowest common de- denominator humor of all of the subsequent buddies movies. I think, I mean, I can't speak because I'm not a kid and haven't been for a very long time, but this seems like a very good kids movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, yep. a, like a legit good kids movie. Like this is the kind of thing, like if I had a kid who was of the age in 97 or whatever, this is the kind of movie I would not mind them having it on repeat because it's not just constantly like there's nothing I hate more like than and and I've given them some passes because you have to but like things like Speed Racer started breaking me down where it's like who is this for because it's like this is you're 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 using a song and a needle drop that's like it's supposed to be for parents but it's infuriating parents because what's going on in screen to accompany it makes no sense mm-hmm. and the and the music that's playing the kids are like I have no point of reference to that like, there are kids that, like, if you watch a fucking Despicable Me or Minions movie, they probably think that, like, 90% of that song, those songs were written for that movie because they have no context sure. for that song. And and Splish Splash is the same way. It's like, yeah, great. You know, a song from the early 60s by Bobby Darren. whoop de fucking do Like, the kids <laughs> in 97 were big fans of that. But, you know, like, it, it, there are certain needle drops that like that where it's like people have become conditioned to, like... Oh, this is a thing used in the kids movie and they'll think it's funny because they saw it in this other kids movie, but you can't do it every kids movie. Just every like fifth one, you can drop that in and be like, I know that song. Um, but like this movie so much didn't have the fart dumb jokes. It's like everything that works in this universe makes sense in this universe. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I, I'm like, I'm torn because like, this is almost like I would say legit good movie in, in, a, in kids world. I mean, it's not, you know, it's yeah. not Citizen Kane or something like that, no. but, um, yeah, I mean, only only based you on heard that, it here, the Citizen Kane of children's <laughs> movies. I mean, just just based on looking through old ratings, I've got to give this four jocks. This is this is <laughs> oh, better than right. any Buddies movie, and I gave uh, Super Buddies three jocks. Super Buddies, so I think I was good. I was just like, wow, this is stupid, and I do, I was not prepared for like. I think we 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 went backwards on the on the buddies movies. Like I feel like they got to a point where they called their fuck called them fucking selves down, and like the the buddies weren't so annoying. Yeah, but like the more we went back, it was like, oh no, fuck this shit. <laughs> like the further we went back, the more the more I hated them. Yeah, and that's why I was just like, if you're gonna do these, continue doing these. I'm not gonna be here. Yeah, that's why we did spooky buddies yeah. without you. <laughs> so I mean, just based on that simple math alone, this is better than any of those. Okay, it's not a five jocks movie. Obviously, it's mm. probably not even technically a four. I'm just saying. Based on past crimes and using the judge's rule, I've got to go with this is better than those. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But, yeah. All right. Let's take a break, shall we? Let's. Welcome back. Hey, hey Bamcast. Bamcast. Second half. Yeah. So, um, you guys watch movies? I've watched a nope. lot of movies, but what? I, I'm trying to decide what you want me to talk about first. A o- movie. O- say old or new. 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 Okay. Well, new. <laughs> new happens to be a series of movies. Then, okay. Okay. It, oh, so, so it's not that new. We mention the elephant in the room. Uh, there is an elephant in the room. Get out. <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw came out. Oh, right. It yes, did. Yeah. Yes. We didn't go. None of us have seen it. <laughs> no. We, uh, I know. We suck. It, like, we 
I know. We have brought dishonor upon our families. Yeah. It's just we it, have failed the city. It just it kind of bad time. It happened. Yeah. You know, like sometimes you just and it was a matter of like we all wanted to get together to do it and just it, it just, wasn't working out. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's Maybe next week. Yes. Hopefully next week. Some we of will. us will have seen it. Yeah. So. So anyway, movies. that is a good elephant in the room to bring up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. Possibly, ironically, I don't know if you know what's going on with me. Yeah. I decided to watch a series of movies that I'd only seen part of. Oh. I watched The Hunger Games. Should we, oh. uh, should we oh. tell the audience that you have I, yeah. had some issues with your... Yeah, my well, we're telling them now, I guess. <laughs> my pooper. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, well, no, no, I just that sounds really bad. Like, I've just been... You know, Jackson Pollocking the world or something. Yeah. But no. Your I, crap tube's all yeah, fucked up. Yeah, yeah your turd shoot's messed. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I got a I got a semicolon right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good pause there for that yeah. extra effect. Um anyway, no, I, I, you know, no. Just ironically or unironically, I watched the entire the entire Hunger Game series. I'd only ever seen the first movie, but read two and a quarter of the books. All right. I just gave up on the third book because uh, yeah. it was like I know where this is going. Fuck it. <laughs> it's fine. Right. Yeah. Um, so I just decided to watch the whole fucking thing because they were sitting in my iTunes and I was like, why not? Um, yeah. And I don't remember why I have them, but I do. And they uh, were cheap in a bundle. Yeah, probably. Um, What'd you think? I still think easily the first movie is the worst movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Really? Okay. I, mean, I, I just I, I feel like the, the tonally that movie is really messed up and I feel like it makes more sense when you realize it's directed by Gary Ross. You know, there is that. And I just feel like, you know, you look at his movies, it's like you start well, then you meander somewhere. And it's like, what are you trying to say by the end? Kind of say kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And that just seems to be a common thing with his movies. Um, it's it's not bad. It's probably the most faithful recreation to book to movie, probably. But I, I feel like when you get out of that dumb, you know, battle royale with cheese mentality of the of modality of the of that movie, it's like it just it works better like i Mm i'm i'm far more into the dystopian you know fuck the fuck the power kind of thing you know like that that gets more interesting to me um and it's weird to me that the second movie kind of dwells so much on like rehashing and going back to the hunger games i feel like in the book it was more like yeah this is what we're doing holy shit i can't believe we're doing this like you know fuck those people and fuck the rising tides and and I was like, we're going to start the Hunger Games. Ah, oh, psych. You know, I just feel like this movie, like, played that out to be much more the whole movie. Whereas I feel like in the in the book, it was just like, yeah, psych. You know, we had a secret plan all along. We're busting you out of here. And I feel like it was just, like, over a lot quicker. Well, I remember the second one just kind of ending on the cliffhanger oh, part it does, of it. Oh, it totally does the Matrix 2 ending But thing. did the, like, and I know the there's only three books, right? Yeah. And there's four movies. But... So the second book ends somewhere in the middle of the third movie? No, this is or does the, it the end last about movie. The same they, just, they just split the yeah, third the last, book. The last two. book is oh, okay. two movies, basically. Yeah, because um, my feeling was always that like the second was a better made movie than yeah. the first one, but it wasn't as good. At, like I think the first one is the one that I enjoyed the most because it has the most clear through line to it, and sure. I think like by the end, it, like the third and fourth ones are just muddy messes of just like, all right, like uh, we get it, you know, people in power are bad teenagers are good don't trust the system you know like it's just i don't i don't feel that at all i mean uh, i i don't i don't know i mean like i guess they just like there's they don't speak to me at all and i think jennifer lawrence is honestly terrible in them i think she is so completely uncharismatic and katniss is such an unlikable character 
that I couldn't I, I couldn't root for her. I was more like more like cat piss, am I right? Uh yes, I was more like <laughs> cat piss, am I right? Uh I mean But no, here, here, here. I I was more rooting for the orange juice man by the end of it. So oh, okay. the orange juice man. Donald Sutherland. Oh. He narrates all the orange juice commercials yeah. and it's really creepy. Hmm. But anyway. All right. I was rooting for him because he actually had some charisma unlike her. Well, here's what I'll say about that. And I feel like it's a bad choice on the part of the first movie that they play her like that. Like, I feel like it's bad directing mm-hmm. to, to make her be... Because she... I feel like she she opens up charismatically more so in the later movies. And to the point that I feel like they, they point out the fact that, like, you know, Woody Harrelson and, and company are there to be like, she's not your you know on camera talent because i mean that's the thing is like there's a there's a weird interesting thing that i I do feel it gets muddied by the very very end but it's like it's like they're fighting this war of propaganda and reality television and the only way to win it is to like fire back with the same things because like as soon as she gets rescued by the resistance it's like all right we got to get you on camera saying like all this shit is bad down with the power you know Mm-hmm. you know rise up with the, the rebels and everything and like and they they kind of acknowledge like right away they're like she's not charismatic the only way she you know you root for what she says is when she's speaking in the moment she's not a a fako television personality mm-hmm. you know and i think yeah. that's the fact that i i feel like it was it was bad directing on the first part that made her so like wishy-washy unlikable like you know like i don't know all the other thing is like if they would they took out the dumb love triangle thing throughout this i feel mm. like that would go a long ways to making yes. this a better more likable series um or at least just resolve it faster but it's young adult fiction you yeah, have exactly, to have that exactly yeah so it, it doesn't be, because it doesn't dwell on it too much i that doesn't really bother me i guess i'll just wrap it up because i'll probably go into like crazy spoiler territory if i keep talking about the whole thing i am i am impressed with the number of people that kept showing up it's like the fuck are you doing in this series? Yeah. That's like what's most like fascinating to me about this is like, you know, just people keep showing up. It's like, holy shit. Now you're in this too. Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. just, like, you know, I mean, I mean, Philip Seymour Hoffman's right. In it. Yeah. He's in the last, like he's in three out of the four of them yeah. and Julianne Moore and Marshall Ali and Michelle Forbes shows up at one point in time. It's just like mm-hmm. all these people. It's like, what the shit? Like you all agreed yeah. to do this. this is Bring weird. me a sack full of money. I I guess. Also, Stanley Tucci is a national treasure. That's true. Yes. Stanley Tucci is awesome. a fucking he's, amazing. He goes for movies. it in those. Yes. Yeah. I, I think if you gave me those teeth, I would go for it mm-hmm. on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I don't put know. those teeth Duly in my noted. mouth, and I would just be like, "Hey, hey, hey. Uh, I will go get some cartoon <laughs> teeth." <laughs> I mean, I, I guess at the end of the day, what I'm saying is like, I, I kind of abandoned those because I was like, I, I didn't really care for the book things, and it felt predictable. I feel like the movies made it more interesting. I'm not saying they're <clears throat> they're not great, they're not amazing. You know, it's probably not something I'm gonna like ever be like. Oh man, like I did yesterday, have a hunger Hunger Games day and just watch all four fucking movies. That's probably never ever ever going to happen mm-hmm. in my life. I may may decide to watch them slowly at some other point in time because I didn't hate them. Um, it's just it's weird to me because like I tried the, I tried to get into the Divergent thing and that whole bullshit just fell apart and it was dumb from the get go. And that second movie literally felt like it was shot like with Babylon Five money. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was fucking stupid and they just abandoned that shit. But, but you like the Maze Runner. Yeah, the Maze Runner. I was going to yeah. say, the Maze Runner trilogy is surprisingly good. Like, that is worth checking out. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, I think I think just like superhero movies, like, I think young adult movie adaptations were something for a while. It was just like, oh, it's one of those. Fuck that. You know, I just, like, I think, I feel like 
even not, not necessarily justifiably, I fell into that trap of just like, no, I mean, but I mean, when you're, when you're once first out the gate or, or bullshit like Twilight, it's like, it's very easy to be like, no, none of this shit is fuck all of it. Yeah. You know? And like I said, I, I had this weird grudge with Hunger Games. So it was like, cause my, my, my main reference to it was like, you just copied fucking Battle Royale, you know, like it's literally the same goddamn thing mm-hmm. basically. But when it gets away from that, it's like, it gets more interesting. Like I, like I, I was fine with future fighting once it became that. Yeah. So fight the future. Yeah. They're, they're, they're fine. They're, I think the love story crap is handled better in the books mm-hmm. all throughout. Um, it's not as it's not as clunky. It feels a little bit more realistic, but also, I mean, it's uh, like I think Mackie mentioned, it's youth fiction. Yeah. You know, it's young adult fiction. So fine, it's there. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. They called the fucking bread guy Peta. I know that that is a thing that I have a problem with, though. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What can you do? Yeah, <laughs> not name your bread guy Peta. Well, well Gail yeah. was probably a wind farmer. I, we never know what he, his actual job was. That's true, yeah. But you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, I think he worked in the mines. Oh, okay. the coal mines. Sure. Yeah, uh, he made, yeah, he, he, did he, work he made the got the what was it the the choo 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 juice choo choo juice is that what we called it? I don't know. Oh, Cole? Um, yeah, it was, it was his fucking thing, he said, out of nowhere. What? The, about what Cole is called. Oh, yeah. Oh. The choo-choo veggie? Choo-choo veggie. veggie. Choo-choo veggie. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that choo-choo was it. Yeah. You put it in a uh, train Cole, and it the, choo-choos it up. Cole, the choo-choo veggie that yeah. comes from the ground or yeah. comes from the mountains or something like mm-hmm. that. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of, like, I mean, if you start picking young adult things apart for names, you're going to get... Oh, sure. So many dumb things you can yep. infer. Yeah. Like, I mean, President Snow, it's like, fuck white people. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. I mean, I mean yeah. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> yes, to be fair, that's true. Right. But I, I like I said, they're, they're fine. Yeah, they're, they they're interesting. They're totally fine. Uh, let me talk my, okay. I'll do my thing and just to break you up. Oh, man, no. People need to know my hot takes <laughs> of a movie from the 1960s. Oh, ooh. Soon. Soon. Okay. Yeah. Just patience. Um, I watched the entirety of Atlanta. Ah, yes. Ooh. Nice. Good work. Yes. Uh, that is. A ridiculously compelling show that I don't know if I fully like or not. <laughs> it's weird because I was never like, I think I'm done with Atlanta. I was always like, I need to watch the next episode of Atlanta. But it's frustrating in several ways. It's so tonally all over the place. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I'm i in no way mad at the show or think that I should dictate what that show should be. Uh, I think that even the things I don't like about Atlanta, I appreciate what they're doing, which is going for something, something that they want to do, whatever they behind the scenes, whatever creative meetings they have that they want to do something. They're doing it mm-hmm. like it doesn't seem like they're getting any pushback on things at all. Yeah. And I'm very appreciative of that. Some of it just doesn't work for me and some of it works really well. Yeah. I think the only pushback they had was that they had to blur nudity in the one scene at the yes at the frat house yep that was pretty obvious um see for me the 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 best parts of that show is when the entire cast is together doing stuff and i realize that it's one of those shows that people are just kind of doing because they have a free week from whatever super huge project they're working on so they have to schedule it around everybody 
and it's hard to get them all in the same place at to the same time. To me, the time. second season felt more like that than the first yeah, one. Yeah, the did. first season felt more like a ensemble thing, and the second one was just like, now here's the side adventure you know, mm-hmm. with this character. And then at the same time, what's this character doing over here? And then, you know, that that kind of disappointed me in that I just want all these characters to be together because when they are, it's fucking gold. Like, it is just completely on. Although I will say uh, Paperboy trying to get a haircut is the funniest. Like, I can relate to that in an infinite number of ways. Just, mm-hmm. like, trying to get a simple thing accomplished and it turns into just... A goddamn nightmare. Every episode has at least one like explosively funny thing, like a thing that you don't see coming and you just laugh your ass off. The invisible car. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Holy shit. <laughs> it comes out of the blue, like, doesn't it? Like it's a throwaway line. You're just like, that character's nuts. And then at the end, it's like, what? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, oh, my God. And then like the next season, they're just like, hey, man, did you see this? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I was I was there. I saw it. Um, so each episode has that it has one moment of just like, oh, my God, that's the funniest thing ever has five or six moments of that's pretty clever. I'm chuckling at that. And the rest of it is just like kind of like this relentless gloom, but in in a way that you're to me, it's like Better Call Saul that that show is like this relentlessly, you know, it's going to go bad. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to go bad because it's a prequel. You know, it's going to go bad. Yeah. And this show is kind of like that in that I don't get a sense that things are ever going to work out for these people. I they're I, like when this show wraps up, I don't think it's going to be happy for anybody. I think mm-hmm. it's going to go badly. Um and so that's th- this this feeling of doom throughout the entire thing. And I get it. That's what they're going for because like this is not a glamorous life that any of these people mm-hmm. are living. Um but it throughout all my qualms and and things with it it is i never once was just like i don't want to watch the next one of these it was just i have to get to the end of that i have to see where this is going but i just i i like it when they're all together i i don't like it when i'm like oh obviously he had something better to do that week or you know obviously this person was off filming that or you know that kind of thing Mm -hmm. um that just is disappointing to me but yeah you know, and the fact that the third season has now been delayed to 2020. Yeah. Grr. But apparently they're f- filming the third and fourth together. Yeah. So. But they're we'll only see. eight episodes each. So. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I get it. You know, you've got your your cool art thing. You don't want to film 24 episodes mm-hmm. of it. and But. Yeah. <sighs> it's so I, good. Yeah. I love Darius, though. Yes. Yes. I mean. It's weird that I, uh, you know, I saw Sorry to Bother You first, so that was my first mm-hmm. exposure to him, and now coming to this, I'm like, oh, man, I will watch anything this guy does. He is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the, the one thing that sticks with me from, uh, I guess, Harlow, you were telling me, is the episode that won the Emmy, the, the talk show mm-hmm. episode, mm-hmm. all the, the, the fake commercials that they were doing, um, the, the Arizona tea commercial where the guy goes into the grocery store and the convenience store and goes up with the can, puts it down, and the, the convenience store scanner is, comes up like $1.49, and he goes, but the price is on the can. And the guy goes, yeah, the price is on the can. And then the, the logo just comes up and says, Arizona tea, the price is on the can. I'm like, the fuck? It's <laughs> the funniest shit yep. to me. Oh, God. So, I don't know. It's a, it's a really great show that I, I find frustrating and yet can't stop watching. So. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes that's the best kind of show. 
yeah, like the I, one where you're like, it's mildly infuriating from time to time, but I can't stop watching it. Yeah, I mean, I I was worried like in the first couple of episodes when it was just fucking David Lynch like weirdness, and I'm like, mm-hmm. what are we doing here? Like, I hmm, I I'm not a fan of that. Like, just meeting weirdos on a bus who try to make you eat their sandwich and then mm-hmm. they just run off into the woods and it's like, oh, that character comes back later and then okay, that is weird, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I realize that they're just seeing what sticks and throwing everything out there and i think a lot of these things are personal anecdotes that happened to them like when someone was high it's like yeah i was high on a bus and this guy asked me to eat a sandwich and i'm like yeah that sounds right you should put that in a show i feel like that's the thing that's the main thing we're missing is like not living in the the true urban environment sure. where you get that like that just just yeah at least once a day some fucking weirdo thing is going to happen to you yeah. yeah you know we just don't live in that kind of environment mm-hmm you don't live close enough to downtown or work in downtown. Oh, I've lived in, yeah, I've lived in Riverside for years. I'm saying, like, I've plenty of weird things happen to me there. But... Yeah, but we don't, like, ride public transit sure. every day yeah, and yeah, that sort of I mean. stuff. Yeah, and I get or that. Or understand I mean, I... why it's so special to get the wings. <laughs> oh, well. Well. Yeah. We, we know. Quick yeah. story. Yeah, you had some wings? No, you guys had some wings. Oh, we did, yeah. Yeah, we went to... <laughs> what, <laughs> the f- what do you think? <laughs> I don't know. I thought you were talking about Quick story, yeah. gestured to you. Yes. Yeah. We, we, went, we went to J.R. Crickets, which is the place they filmed the, the Lemon Pepper Wet episode of yep. Atlanta. Mm-hmm. In. We did. Um, there's some debate about whether or not that was the wings in question, mm. but after the fact, but, you know, they, they were... But you went to the place where it was filmed. Yeah. We did. And you had the wings. We yeah. did. Yeah, they were... And they were good. I've been chasing that high ever since, yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I can't find it. <laughs> Yep. Chase that dragon. Come close. There's been a couple of places where I'm like, oh, this is, mm, but those were, mm. yeah. I don't believe I've ever had lemon pepper wings wet. Mm, mm. You should. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Pretty good. I'm going to go to It's Atlanta. a good idea. I should get some wings. Yeah. I should get some wings. So anyway. Yeah. Let's yeah. move on. Okay. okay. Harlow. Oh, yeah. You had other stuff. I did. Um, yeah. For as long as the movie is, is, I don't know how much I have to say about it. Um in my quest to watch a whole bunch of movies that I haven't hadn't seen, been meaning to see for a really long time, I found myself with a large period of time that I was like, all right, now's the time. I watched Lawrence of Arabia. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, because that shit's... You haven't seen it yet? That shit's four hours long. It so, is. no, I had not seen it. Wow. Okay. But now I have. Yeah. Um. I, all right. So, I guess first thing I'll say, it's better than Dr. Zhivago. Same director. Yes, I agree. Dr. Zhivago is... Just, boring as fuck mm-hmm. um yeah all right so first off if you're if you're going back into a time and in, in that far back you're gonna have to learn to accept certain things such as inadvertent bad race casting and things like that yeah mm-hmm. um literal white dudes with brown face on playing you know arabian dudes it's like this is yeah not a great choice bob but <laughs> Yeah, problematic will be a word that you will be saying like, sure. oh no, this. Mm-mm. But yeah, that, that that aside, I mean, look, that's just that's just how things were done. I you know, I don't think. I mean, it's a combination of things. Obviously, it's you know, there's the ongoing problem of whitewashing, you know, throughout Hollywood today, even still. Mm-hmm. But I also think it, it it's also probably due to the fact that like a lot of those countries had not built up their own film industry, so you had no talent to pull from. Mm-hmm. You know, like I mean, they got close with some people i mean omar sharif's egyptian you know i think there were some indian dudes in there it's like all right closer you know like you're getting in the region but yeah you know, like so sure. I mean, you know i'm just saying like if if you know you know if, if those regions had their own film industry you might be able to be like who are your five best guys 
you know, well, they work for these parts. Mm-hmm. You'll do this, mm-hmm. you know, but unfortunately it's just like that time that far back. It's a, it's a, it's a double-sided coin problem of like, it's like, you know, you got the problem of like Hollywood was going to do that because I thought that was acceptable and okay. Plus, you, you know, you didn't have a burgeoning film market anywhere outside the United States really. Yeah. Um, anyway, that being said, uh, yeah, this movie, it's a fascinating movie in multiple ways. I mean, on a technical level, it's, glorious obviously you know yeah. i mean you had you have you have things you have transitions named basically i mean they're not but things that we we yeah. refer to them match as cut. The, yeah you <laughs> refer to it as a match cut which does not necessarily mean the match in lords of arabia but that's always the first thing people point to mm-hmm. um that's not really what the phrase means but yeah i and i mean i think like just is equally amazing as the match cut there's one that hardly everyone talks about it's the sky to sky cut there is there's a point I think it's right after you first meet Omar Sharif and uh it just kind of like it it's looking at him and it pans up and it's like sky and then it just pulls back down and it's a whole different scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's a really really good transition and the movie's just constantly full of them. So I mean for a technical marvel it that movie is hard to beat. And and it's strange because like like my previous things with the other David Lynch or David Lynch, David lean things that I've seen, they didn't wow me in that aspect. I mean, they were, they were like, they're pretty and they're cinematic, you know, but I, like, I never noticed like particularly interesting shots or cuts or anything like technical on it. It was just like, okay, well you've got this big grand set and you, you know, stick a static camera on it and go, look at this. It's marvelous. Right. You know, this was like the very first one where it was like, Oh, Okay, this taught us all about like moving the camera and bringing crazy rigs out and doing this stuff in the desert. And like this one was just much more of a kinetic movie. And like I always thought of his stuff as just, like, look at thing. It's very stationary, and you know we mm-hmm. built this crazy elaborate set, but that's about it. Um, but I also on the on on the other last thing I want to say about it is like it's fascinating to me because I mean the movie is that's the other thing is like if you haven't watched a lot of movies from from like I would say 2000 is probably the very last one that I can think of that did it but like movies that would have like a five minute blank screen with score and then like a 10 minute intermi- intermission and stuff like that like yeah. just the the speed at which movies used to play um, it, it's going to be a shock if you you know aren't used to that because like yeah you get like the four or five minutes of score at the beginning of the movie blank screen then the movie starts and then there's like a 10 minute intermission with this because it's so long I don't think 2001 doesn't have an intermission that I, no. Uh, no but no. um but yeah, so like there's all that, but it's very weird because the intermission isn't really directly in the halfway point, and I can see why they put it where they did. It, because up to the intermission, they're kind of like characters are telling you, especially in the, you know, because it's kind of, it does the um, Sunset Boulevard thing where it's like you you see Lawrence's death first, and right. then it's like in the, in the funeral, and then we proceed with like actually seeing his life. So you kind of have characters telling you that he's just this big blowhard braggart guy and all this stuff and then they spend the entire first half of the movie up to the intermission like showing you like how brave and awesome he really is mm-hmm. like that you know like he, he he's a wild soul who follows his own path and like against the better judgment of everything is like no I'm gonna go do this or I'm gonna go save this guy or I'm gonna you know I don't like killing all this stuff and and all that and then it's like the intermission comes back and it's like Hey, fuck all that noise. He's actually an asshole. <laughs> and it's and it's a really weird thing for a biopic just to be like, here's this hard cut where it's like literally the second you go back from an intermission, it's like, 
No, here's every way that he was actually kind of terrible. Mm-hmm. And it's just that it's kind of fascinating in that way. There's just this, this hard line where it's like he is such this amazing heroic figure in the first half, or more, a little more in the first half. And then the intermission comes and it's like, now we're going to spend the rest of, your, of the movie explaining why we were calling him kind of terrible at the funeral. Um, because he's just going to do a series of like worse and worse and worse things and worse and bad things will happen to him, but also kind of based on dumb decisions. Like, I mean, that's the thing is like, even like what is kind of notoriously like probably the worst thing that ever happened is like, why the fuck did you think that was going to (laughs) work? You know, like he's like, I'm going to go undercover to like this place that's like, you know, controlled by the enemy and pretend to be Arabian. It's like, uh, (laughs) blonde hair, blue eyes. Like what? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it's like bad decision led to, yeah, bad things happen. Okay. Makes sense. Right. But yeah, I mean, it's a thing. If like, obviously it takes a fuckload of time or, I mean, the intermission is such a hard divisive cut that you could, I would not normally recommend this, but you could hard stop that movie at the intermission and come back another day. It is just such a, it is such a jarring, like, you know, hero's journey to like, not really. <laughs> you know, like kind of roller coaster thing that like you yeah. at that intermission you could stop and come back a day or two later and, and just be fine with it. It's almost like doing Che part one and Che part two. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, like I said, it's a it's a it's a thing you should definitely watch, especially if you were into film, you know, and I feel stupid that it took me this long to finally do it, but there's that nice re- restored four K cut that's out there mm-hmm. and yeah. that's how I did yeah. it. Yeah, and you just see where all the references come from now. I mean, I'd seen. Which is always weird I in hindsight. Seen, you know? I had seen the the you know like the match cut scene yeah. in in shown and like okay here's this and here's this but like just watching it as a total package was pretty fascinating. But, yeah. Good deal. Mm-hmm. Cool. So you guys got anything else, or you want some emails? Did you say you had something? I have nothing. Oh, I thought you said you did. Okay. Have nothing. Me neither. For the podcast, have nothing to offer in life. I have nothing. Hmm. Me neither. All I have to offer are emails that other people have offered us. Awesome. So I'm just you a conduit. One thing greater than me. Well, <laughs> I might even let you read one. Nah. Nah. All right. All right. Uh, first one up, Mike from Pittsburgh. And he titled it, I have to find the pronunciation. Polizioteski. Mm-hmm. It says, Dear BMF, I've gotten into a new movie genre recently and wondering if any of you like it too. Polizioteschi. Basically, in the early 70s, spaghetti westerns were getting less popular, and Italian filmmakers turned their talents to stories about police and gangsters. In my opinion, these Italian crime films are more fun than the westerns, and less dated than the post-apocalyptic Mad Max and Escape from New York knockoffs. Great music, too. If you like Cops on the Edge, dub dialogue, and car chases with extremely small cars, this could be a good realm to explore. Recommendations available upon request. What the heck? Here's one recommendation. Violent Naples from 1976. It delivers what the title promises. Crash and burn. Mike from Pittsburgh. Violent Naples. Violent Naples. I, th- I guess. I want to know the the Italian, the Italian names for these, for any of the, you know, spaghetti westerns or mm-hmm. Poliziateschi. Violentere mm-hmm. um, de Napoli. Probably. <laughs> but they always sound so much cooler okay. than the regular names for them. Yeah. I know that spaghetti westerns was such a derisive term at the time, but it's actually kind of an awesome sounding term. It too. really is. Yeah. 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 It's like, what? The, for the longest time, like as a kid, I'd heard the term and I'm like, I don't know what a spaghetti western is. I just thought of a spaghetti and 
out west, and I was like, is it just like you get a bowl of spaghetti in like Nevada? I don't oh, know. It's a never ending possible cool. in, in Las Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Mm, I go for that. Hmm. Anyway, yeah, we should look more into that. Yeah. I like gangsters and stuff. Sure. I like violent nipples. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Napoli Violenta. Yeah. The, the Okay, so the problem I've run into with those movies so far, and I haven't gotten far into that genre, but every time one it's comes a out with... Well, one comes out with like a cool sounding title and you're like, well, that's probably awesome. Let's watch that. And then watch the trailer and be like, oh, my God, that looks amazing. And then you watch the movie and it's like, oh, my God, there's only five minutes of things happening in this movie. Everything else is just bad dubbed talking. And it's like, that's not going to play well with us. Hmm. And that's unfortunate. Maybe he's just saying, check it out on their own. No, I know. I'm yeah. just I'm yeah, I'm just saying, like, as I have tried to find movies like that, either for my own personal amusement or for us. It's like it just seems like every time it's just like great trailer. That movie sucks. <laughs> so, yep. well, that's not a very a spicy a meatball, a Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, good point. <laughs> next one up's from Shay, who says a showdown. Thank you, gentlemen of the cast that bamps. I have been listening to this show since very early on. I knew from way back then this day would come. I've listened to the entire back catalog in hopes that I somehow missed it, but instead I enjoyed re-listening to reviews of quote-unquote bad movies. I wanted to recommend request this movie in the past, but I'm patient, and I knew deep down it would find its way onto the show. (laughs) Finally, you guys reviewed Showdown. It was undoubtedly my favorite movie until Star Wars Episode One took its place. (laughs) Moving on. I mean, Uh, good. (laughs) Yeah, but I will speak on that another day. Okay. Looking forward to it. Uh, I was just 10 years old when I saw Showdown on HBO and never saw anything like it. I saw Karate Kid after Showdown, and it was not bad, but it wasn't Showdown. I love this movie so much that I had my hair cut like Billy Blanks until my older brother shamed me for doing so. Uh, fuck your older brother. Uh, uh, Billy Blanks' hair did not look good. No, uh, no. He looked homeless. <laughs> Yeah, it's hopefully awesome. your hair was in better shape than Billy Blanks's, right. like, and no. thus was able to be shaped. Yes, no, more like Billy. I'm with you. Your brother's an asshole. <laughs> anyway, wait, he says, "Wait, you're with you. You, you're the one that said fuck your brother." <laughs> yeah, I'm saying fuck your brother. I know, but then you said <laughs> he shamed him into cutting his <laughs> okay, hair. Okay, okay. He had Billy Blanks' hair. All and right, he was shamed Just out. Pointing of it. out the it's... fact that you backed up yourself there. <laughs> like, I'm with you. Yeah, <laughs> me. Yeah. Anyway, I love this goddamn movie. From the 30-year-olds playing teenagers <laughs> to the Silk Stockings-esque music throughout the montage mm-hmm. and during the last fight. A single tear dropped from my eye after listening to this episode, and I looked up to the stars and whispered, thanks. <laughs> I went back into my apartment, and the credits rolled on my life for waiting to hear the Bamcast review of this movie. <laughs> thanks for making this movie lover laugh, cry, and find closure on a movie enjoyed throughout my life. Put your weight on it. Crash and burn. Shay, Shay the librarian. Mm-hmm. Put your weight on it. Yeah. Put your weight on it. Who also uh, adds has a little addition to this. So, gentlemen, one more thing. I couldn't find this soundtrack at my local Sam Goody. I did, however, <laughs> find some blank cassette tapes, so I got creative and used my brother's tape recorder. I loved this movie so much that I recorded the parts of the movie with the score slash songs on cassette and listened to it on the way to school on my Walkman most mornings to help me get pumped for the day. Well, that's one less embarrassing thing I have to hold on to. Crash and burn, Shay. I did that. Yeah, I with did that showdown. Before. No, oh. but with movies, like I that's would... how I got the Raiders theme. Yeah, was but I had to find it. It was at the end of mm-hmm. Temple of Doom. Is oh. the only time you get it cleanly without any uh, anything over it. Okay, 
I think all you hear is short run going Indy, and then <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I've done the same thing, just not with Showdown. I've but recorded then, off a radio. But this of times, also but... proves my point that every movie is somebody's favorite movie. Yes. Every movie we've watched is somebody's favorite movie somewhere. Even Dumpster Baby. And like half maybe. of y'all are stupid. Probably. <laughs> I, I, only if you like Dumpster Baby is your favorite movie. Oh, yeah. Well, but here's the thing. So that email reminds me to say something is that we want to hear recommendations from you, but not just like something you just saw that was pretty okay. I want to hear stories like Showdown mm-hmm. where you're like, I saw this when I was 10. This is the greatest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Karate Kid sucks compared to this. Give me that. Sure. Give me that that explanation of saw the Karate Kid after it sucked. Showdown is the best. I, I want to watch your movies that you think are the absolute greatest. I can't mm-hmm. promise that we're going to agree, but yeah. I want that passion coming from people of just like, I, I saw this when I was 10. It's the best. It still is. You got to see it. Yeah. I and, mean, to piggyback off of that, I want something that's like, you know is so near and dear to your heart like it's like me where i couldn't be on the last dragon episode sure like to me i knew bear your soul to us so that we may rip it asunder. <laughs> no i'm just saying like i knew there was absolutely no way i could be on that episode yeah because i know that movie backwards and forwards i've seen it i don't even know how many times yeah you know i i know the soundtrack i know everything about it like yeah. it's like that was a part of me growing up yeah that's the kind of thing i want recommendations to be i don't want it to be mm-hmm. like we just saw this shot on video thing. It fucking sucks. You guys will hate it. Like, mm-hmm. save that recommendation. I want to hear this movie on HBO in 96. I watched it 100 times on VHS. It's the greatest. It probably sucks now, but you should see it. That's what I want to hear. Yeah. And all you people that don't write in, bare your soul. We, if, <laughs> yes. Even if we don't like it, we, we've tried to... Look, we've tried to be better about... I feel like in the early days, we were sometimes insulting... <laughs> During in our emails or voicemail listings, <laughs> I think Maybe. at least I've tried to be a little nicer. Like, look, okay. again, like we not we're not necessarily one hundred percent going to agree with you just because you recommended it. We will be coming at this with fresh eyes and yeah. not twenty or more years of experience of having watched it. But we do want those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, passion. Mm-hmm. That's, I agree. That's what we like. Yeah. Uh, next one up's from Birdie. Hey, Birdie. Birdie. It says Roadhouse. Hey, fellas. Sorry, it's been a long time since I sent a drunk email, and I'll hopefully no longer be sending drunk emails, but it's usually when I have a thought that I feel like bothering you guys about. Mm. So I know I'm an old man, but I just finally saw Roadhouse. Don't get me wrong. I really enjoyed watching it, but I'm pretty certain it's not a good movie at all. It's fun. It's ridiculous, and it has lots of nudity, so it has something for the whole family. But I couldn't say this movie is good. Was this movie ever good? Am I missing something because of time and just how ridiculous everything is? I have feelings about this movie, similar to how I feel about Johnny Mnemonic, except I don't think I can say there was anything good about Johnny Mnemonic, except that it's a movie I love more than anyone should. What are your thoughts? Was Roadhouse once a good movie, and it's just fun to watch now? Or was it always bad, but always fun? Crash and Burn Fellas, Sober Birdie writes again, Sam Elliott, whoa! <laughs> From Birdie. Uh, I mean, define good versus okay. bad. I... Is good it entertaining? Movies. It has always Enjoyable been entertaining. movies. Well, yeah, I mean... From a technical, like, would this be studied by film critics? No, it's a no. real bad movie in that regard. Yeah, but is it's it also a, somebody it, watched it Dirty Dancing or and is said, it a good movie? Yeah, somebody watched Dirty Dancing and said, hey, I wonder if that guy could beat people's asses. And we got the answer in Roadhouse, and the answer was yes. I've never understood 
anyone calling Roadhouse a bad movie. It's a B movie. It's mm-hmm. not yeah. it's not your A tier gonna win an Oscar movie, but there is nothing in Roadhouse that is bad filmmaking, yeah. implausible plot line. It is it is a small town madman who has absolute power and is is yielding it over everyone in town and they're all helpless to do anything about it until this one guy shows up and is just like fuck that i I, I don't get it i've never understood why people oh roadhouse is the best bad movie ever it's not bad there's nothing in it that you go well that's fucking dumb i mean the way i judge it Mm -hmm. the way i always go is does this movie do what it set out to do Mm -hmm. and i think roadhouse does I think that's when you get bad movies is when they set out to do something and they fail in doing it. That can still be entertaining. Obviously, The Room is a, a failure on so many levels, but it's still entertaining as shit to watch. Birdemic. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, like, But movies like that where it's like, okay, this is well made. And it's like, okay, this isn't trying to be art. This is trying to be entertainment. Mm-hmm. I, I would say Roadhouse is like, and the reason why I, I'm okay with that phrase, the best bad movie or whatever ever made kind of thing is because it is it is leaning so heavily into tropes. I mean, we've watched how many movies from the 60s, 70s, and 80s where it's that. It's this like corrupt small town run by some gangster and then like everyone's like the cops are paid off and everyone thinks it's hopeless. Sure. And then, you know, somebody new moves in and goes like, not on my watch and, you know, cleans the whole thing up. Mm-hmm. That's been done a billion times It's a, it, to the point that it's a trope, you know, and it's like Roadhouse came along and be like, we're going to do it and shoot it well and put people in it that are like good actors and, you know, maybe we can get get Ben Gazzara and they're like, holy shit, we can get Ben Gazzara. Yeah. You know, and then let's get know. a Ben Gazzara type yeah. in here. <laughs> oh, shit. Ben Gazzara's available. Right. Yeah. Get him. Yeah. I was saying, like, I mean, As we'll note, that commentary track by Kevin Smith is fantastic yeah. for Roadhouse. Yes. But I mean, like, it's that kind of thing. It's sort of like we're doing all of those, but doing it. It's, it's sort of like it's it's the Pacific Rim to all the shitty Godzilla ripoff m- movies. You know, it's just like, yeah, we're doing that only mm-hmm. with all the money and the stars and we're going to do it right. And it's not going to be like shot on different film mediums. And oh, whoops, we ran out of money because we, we can't buy any more of that stock. So yeah. now when it goes over this scene, it looks totally different. Yeah. You know, it's like do all that, but do it well. I mean, look, no one quotes Roadhouse because it's bad dialogue. They quote Roadhouse because it's fucking awesome dialogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you quote Sam Elliott because he's a fucking badass in that movie. Yeah. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott is the shit. Like he's amazing. I also love that. Wasn't he only? Wasn't he only like five years older than Swayze or something? Pretty much. Like, yeah. yeah, he's a lot younger than he appears to be in right. that movie. I love Roadhouse to death, and I don't. I don't understand the yeah. the, the tag it's been given of. Mm-hmm. Man, that movie's bad, but I love it. It's like no, that movie's great, and I, you love it. And... I think it's because the people don't understand. They don't know the DNA. Like I said, it's. People come along periodically and they're like, what's this genre that, that has a thousand B-movie things and we're going to make the good version of it? Right. I mean, John Wick technically is kind of that. Sure. It's yeah. kind of like... John Wick's kind of a, a B-movie. Well, I mean, yeah. it's sort of like, yeah. I mean, it's like... I mean, I'm not... Believe me, I'm not about to go down a road here because they're all awesome. But I mean, it's like John Woo movies, there's some jankiness to them. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're awesome. He dude knows how to point a camera and have awesome things happen, but like they're not perfect through and through. Right. You know, like... Yeah. I love them, but, you know, it's like, you know, if you never saw a hard target, you know, like, you know, like he didn't get better necessarily. He was always like going to have some jank mm-hmm. in his movies later. And then John Wick to me just feels like, all right, that crazy genre of movie, let's do it right. 
you know, like get someone who knows how to point the camera and get it, you know, yeah. an actual gun person in here to teach them how reloads work and all this, you know, like do the work that a Hollywood movie would do, mm-hmm. but, but but do a genre picture. Yeah. It's upscaled. Yeah. Um, I think this is the kind of discussion that warrants me bringing back the old film versus movie. Something might sure. not be a good film, like Roadhouse is probably not a good film, mm-hmm. um, but it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. So you can you can hedge your bets in that direction if you like. Um, yep. Just a distinction that I think, like at least for me, is always in my head when somebody says, "Did you like it?" And I'm like, oh, "Yeah, it was good, but it's not like good, good." It's, it's a it's a good bad movie, an enjoyable bad movie, a one to five jocks as in robot jocks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't use the term good and bad anymore. I, I use entertaining or boring. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Well, fancy you. Yeah. It just it seems to work better. <laughs> it's no it I mean, I feel makes like, sense. I don't know. I mean, I think good versus bad. I don't know why. To me, calling something boring feels like a worse insult. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, that's most of the bag stuff we get. I, I yeah. give it bags because it bores me. Yeah. It's like, God, just fucking do, do something. something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just I feel like bad at least opens up to like, okay, then person goes and watches it and be like, well, I liked this, this and this about it. You know, like this mm-hmm. was well done. And, you know, boring. is just like, I don't know that that to me is like more review based. If you if you will, like that could be spoilery. Like if someone could tell me something's boring and I go to see it and be like, well, just better sit down and get ready to maybe fall asleep during this. And it could it could be one of those things that like pre tilt me to a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right. I don't care if someone says I'm bad. Really, fucking bring it on. <laughs> we got uh, one more email. All right. And wow. All right. Uh, <laughs> this one's from Justin. Okay. It's titled "Pooping on an Amtrak Train: Child's Play." No offense to the movie. Hi guys, Justin here, reporting to you from somewhere in central Nebraska. I was hearing the end of your last podcast about someone pooping on top of an Amtrak train just before a tunnel. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I googled it, but couldn't find anything. So if you can please send me a link. Oh, we made that shit up. <laughs> we made it up. Sorry, <laughs> we made Justin. that shit up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, as you may or may not know, I work as a conductor on freight trains, and yeah, mm-hmm. to use the bathroom on Amtrak would be like pinching a loaf at the Taj Mahal. I'm close <laughs> to pick of what we have to use as a bathroom, and no, none of the waste actually falls from the locomotive. It's basically a porta potty with a flush handle. Mm. But be warned. While cruising down the rails at roughly 50 miles an hour, the blue soup has a tendency to splash out of the bowl, so you must be on guard so it doesn't get it on you. I've had fellow employees in the past use the facility to go number two, have it splash onto their ass, and chemically burn them. We try to wait until after the train is stopped, but when Mother Nature calls, you just have to pick up that metaphoric Garfield phone. (laughs) (laughs) The blue soup isn't even the worst part of dealing with the toilet. It's that damn flushing handle. Mm. I'll explain. After getting rid of your boneless brown trout because you ate way too many fiber one bars, guilty, you oh. know you now have to convince that potty to swallow your turtle. <laughs> the only way to do that is to grab the handle and jerk it back and forth so hard and fast you feel like Calista Flockhart and Harrison Ford on their first date. <laughs> While in the one person stall, go ahead and read some of the incredible words of knowledge that other people have left you. My personal favorite was here I sit, buns of flexin, about to give birth to another Texan. <laughs> well, I have to go. No, not in that way. Love the podcast. Keep up the good work. Justin from Nebraska. God damn. Buns of flexin. Ah. <laughs> yeah. 
So I guess he survived the uh, previous five one encounter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a Hall of Fame email, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. We yeah. should print that, that out and put it. There's on the a reason wall. I saved that for last. Thank you. So if someone wants to even attempt to top that, what could they do, BJ? Uh, they could gather up a sack <laughs> full of Fiber One bars, mm. hit the rails, and point their email application of choice to bmf at bmfcast.com. Or call us up on the Garfield phone, 9105-JOX-BMF or 9105569263. Failing those options, you can go to the website, which is bmfcast.com. Look on the right-hand side for many buttons, which will lead you to our many places on the World Wide Web, including our Discord. Uh, I know that we've had a couple new members uh, somewhat lately, a couple more people piping up in the chat. And... Uh, so join us for chats about movies and video pooping. games and pooping sometimes. Sometimes about pooping. Mm, pooping. Yeah. 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 Uh, we have a channel for nearly everything and spoilerific channels and good rules. Get a pooping channel. So that you should. bad people shut the fuck up. <laughs> right. Well, speaking of, we should probably get out of here, right? <laughs> no, I think I should plug the Patreon first. Patreon.com slash BMFcast. It was right there. Yeah. Yay. Bad people shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. That's us. Yeah. Mm. Patreon.com slash BMFcast, by the way. Mm-hmm. Give us some money. Yeah. Get stuff in return. Yeah, yeah. Most importantly, give us money. Yeah. Okay. First and foremost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Got to pay the bills. We do. We can't just be giving out PJs in the parking lots. To get hosting, mm-hmm. but for snack packs, however. paw jobs. Oh, yeah. Chuck just had this quizzical. Like, What's a PJ? Why Actually, are we giving pajamas away? <laughs> <laughs> PJs. Yeah, it's a first half joke. Mm-hmm. That was oh, a callback. I wasn't yeah. here for the it was first a callback. Half. Oh. Anyway, let's uh, let's take a break, shall we? No, I don't no. want to take a break. I want to get the fuck I mean, out of like here. A week long break. Oh, okay. Let's oh, yeah, take a long break. Yeah, yeah. Let's. Do I that. don't know what the fuck we're doing here. Okay, we're done. We're done here. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast Out. See you when the break is over, I guess. Yep. Mm-hmm.